Welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I'm your host, Dave, and last night, the Needless Things Irregulars had a blast hanging out at our pal Arian's place in the negative zone, talking about all kinds of pop culture stuff, uh, tons of stuff from 2018, a little bit about 2019, and we, we ranged far and wide across the pop culture landscape. This is a truly epic episode of the Needless Things podcast, one that we had a whole lot of fun recording, one that you guys are going to have a whole lot of fun listening to, so I, I am not going to do my normal uh, long intro, one, because I don't have a whole lot to talk about, and two, because this is a big, big episode that uh, I want to go ahead and get to. So real quick, one of the things that we forgot to talk about is an Instagram account called Mr. Bubs. That's Bubs with a Z. It's all one word, M-I-S-T-E-R-B-U-B-Z. It is a dog seemingly sent straight from hell who is destined to enslave and rule all of humanity. So Get on Instagram right now and follow at Mr. Bubs. I guarantee you will be thoroughly entertained. It, it is uh, definitely one of Arian's favorite things from last year, and I, I'm happy every time I see it. So that is one thing we forgot to mention because we talked about so much other stuff. And another thing that I didn't forget to mention, but that I want to be sure that you guys hear about is Troublemaker, a film by Jason C. Wilson. It is the documentary that I've talked about a few times in the past couple of years. It was being filmed during 2017 uh, a little bit. Uh, there's a little bit left to be done, but it is very close to being a, a fully realized project. I'm very excited about it. Jason is very excited about it. You can go watch the trailer on YouTube now if you look up Troublemaker Film uh, from Duck's Paw Productions. And you can also go and find the Troublemaker Movie Facebook page. Please go check that out. Give it a like. Follow along for updates and whatever else. Share it. And that's that's kind of the biggest thing is share it because we are, you know, right now it's still early. We don't have a finished product yet, but it's important to get the word out to get people caught up in it because we're hoping to do a lot of fun stuff with this movie. And as we all know, the only way to make that kind of thing happen is word of mouth. And uh, as much as I hate it, social media uh, support and promotion and follow through. So the the biggest and best thing you could possibly do for your old pal Dave and for NeedlessThingsPodcast.com is get on Facebook, uh, find Troublemaker the movie, follow along, share it, tell all your friends about it, share that trailer uh, from YouTube, and make sure we get as many eyes on this thing as we possibly can. If I have ever entertained you in any way, uh, I know there are six of you out there who actually contributed money, and I appreciate that. But there are a whole lot more uh, who, who could be super valuable and important and share this thing that we worked on so hard for a year. 
Uh, well, more than a year, really, when you get down to it. But uh, it's it's something that I have lots of big dreams about, and you guys can help make it happen. So anyway, there you go. Troublemaker the movie coming soonish, and uh, the 2018 best of from the Needless Things Irregulars coming right now. So we're here uh, for a little change of scenery. This this live gathering, we're in the negative zone instead of the phantom zone. <laughs> it's, it's very true. We're in my dungeon. Well, and not only that, your building is labeled with an N for negative zone. That's true. I didn't plan. I didn't plan it out that way, but that's how it sure. happened. And uh, what what I wanted to do was make sure everybody had their phone silenced. Beth. Beth. <laughs> not my fault. It's okay. Usually, I'm the one that what a uh, is the problem. Typical Slytherin. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, oh, causing hey. problems. We you know what you need? What 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 is what does she need, Sean? She needs a cunning candle from ThemeParkAlchemy.com. That's, that's a delicate mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> hey, cunning is the sense inspired by the Slytherin. There's no tea in there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what your cunning daughter did? Yeah. <laughs> that'll be that'll be theme park alchemy after dark. <laughs> We've already had a few people like pitching like sex candles and stuff. I'm like, ah, what's yeah, yeah, probably. Like, probably yeah, they're 50, like, oh, you can melt fifty them shades on, uh, of fifty shades of gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah drop them on the nipples. We're not after. Them. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> no, you gotta expand your market, man. I don't want a candle that smells like fifty sex. shades of Gryffindor. <laughs> Dildoalchemy.com. So, yeah. as as the listeners can probably tell at this point, uh, we've we've got the commentary team, we've got our head writer Beth, we've got a big crowd here, and we're going to talk about our favorite stuff from 2018. And and my original plan was we would just all talk about the coolest stuff that happened, but that's like a, a pretty broad thing. So, I, I wrote down movie, TV, one personal favorite. One bad, because we, we all like to talk about bad stuff from time to time. And then something we're looking forward to in 2019. Uh, and that way, it'll keep us kind of on track, but probably not probably really. Not. But hey, no. we'll, we'll see what happens. So, sitting here in the negative zone, thank you, Arian, for hosting. Sure. Uh, Beth is here. Hello. Rad Ranger. Hello. Ryan Cadaver. What's up? And our old pal Battle Cougar. Hello. And, uh, and Moxie. And Moxie, and Moxie is here. The most guest. adorable little lap loaf you've ever seen. Aww. And I even I even kind of like your cat. Yeah, she's... What? She's hiding, she's hiding under the... I've never heard that from you before. I'm not she's saying hiding. I wouldn't want to tie a bunch of tin cans to her tail and make her run around. <laughs> I've heard that story. <laughs> it's pretty good one. <laughs> that poor cat died young because of you. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, probably. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so we're going to start off with everybody's favorite movie of 2018. And I'm going to go ahead and kick it off because I think there's probably going to be some agreement over my choice, which is kind of unusual. Uh, but my favorite movie last year, and honestly... Uh, I'll need to see it one or two more times to, to know this for sure, but possibly like the last decade uh, was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, blew me away. 
I, I've never seen anything like it in the theater or out. Uh, as a matter of fact, in a weird comparison, the closest thing to it for me was probably Mandy, because they were both so far outside of what you typically see in a movie. Uh, that they provided similar experiences in completely different ways, and Nicolas Cage was in both of them. True. Very true. But visually, it's definitely the most striking movie I've ever seen. It's one of the bravest things I've ever seen done. I can't believe it came from Sony. I can't believe it came from Hollywood. Uh, The idea that the people that made this movie were allowed to be so creative... Uh, and, and within being so creative and so different in, in the story they presented, they were also so true to, you know, I've, I've never been to New York, but we've all grown up with this fantasy fairy tale of New York. I, I have been to New York, and it was, I went when I was 18 for Model UN in my senior year of high school, because I was, I was that That's nerd. fucking awesome. I, I was that nerd, so, uh, but it, it like... And that was like ninety six ish. So like that was like right around the time that like Biggie was huge. Well, and, and like, that's and it was right after like New York City had like Giuliani had cleaned it up, and it was no longer dangerous and fun anymore. I like that you said Big E was huge because we're <laughs> so used to Big E from New Day. Yeah. <laughs> Freudian slip. I meant, of course, <laughs> the notorious B.I.G. Exactly. Uh, but the, in the fact that they play the Biggie song. Meal, puff, puff, Puffy's meal ticket, if you will. When the movie goes through Brooklyn, yeah. they play a Biggie song. Like, like, they, that's, no, they... That was... Like, as I put it to one of my friends, and that's my pick for... I've kind of a push. That's also my pick for my favorite movie of the year. Which you and I rarely... Like, we, well, we like, often see each other's viewpoints, but right, we but rarely we straight up agree, agree like that. Right. And, like, my thing, like, I didn't know a whole lot going into that movie what it was going to be about. Like, I knew it was going to be a Miles Morales movie. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, like, I knew there were other Spider-Men. Like, I had, like, a general outline, but I didn't know specifics. And usually when I go in to see a movie, I'm 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 that asshole that, like, sits down and reads articles and reviews before I go in, and, like, I just don't care. And, like, it, and mostly I see comic book movies where I'm, like, really familiar sure. with the source material these days. But, like, I, I didn't really read a lot of the Miles Morales or any of the Miles Morales Spider-Man yeah. books. So, like, I had no idea going in what it was going to be mostly about. And I was blown away. Like, it was really fucking great. That's also my pick. Well, I think regardless, though, of how much you love Miles or, or, or Spider-Man, I think just it's as just a an really good. It's just a really good fucking movie. Yeah. And, like, the way that the animation's done is really, really compelling and really fun to watch. Each character having their... Or each of the Spider characters having, having their, their own, own identity style. and style. It was yeah, such a brave like decision. Super cool. Kingpin, very much the Bill Sankovich design. Yeah. And, and also a lot of the visuals taken straight from Bill Sankovich artwork, which yeah. is crazy because that stuff's from the 80s. But they updated everything in the movie like somebody, to feel so modern. Somebody, like either Lord Miller or the whoever the director was, somebody had to like write a bunch of Sankovich stuff. Yeah, for sure. But like that's that's my favorite movie. But at the same time, like I also want to like like give a nod to Infinity War, just because in a lot of ways it's like the culmination of like 
the 18 or whatever movies. That oh, it's, came, it's, it's that an came insane accomplishment. It. It took, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a dec- it's the result of a decade of movies. Right, and, and like it's just a really also... Like, they, they could have just made it about the Avengers, but the fact that they really more made it about, like, Thanos' journey and casting almost him as the hero, and it's his journey that he's going on, is, like, an interesting choice. And, like, and the, like, the, the, Infin- the original Infinity Gauntlet miniseries is, like, one of my favorite Marvel books. So. Well, before we get too deep into Infinity War, yeah. which I'm sure everybody saw, did anybody else see Into the Spider-Verse? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no. Oh my gosh, you guys let me down so much. I'm just so me? disappointed. Like I only saw eight movies in a theater last year, and that was one of them. Granted, like, granted, last like of the year. Yeah, I didn't see that's, Aquaman. Until I agree today, with that. So I, I didn't see Aquaman at all because I loved Aquaman, but I have no problem saying you should see Into the Spider Verse before you see Aquaman. I have no problem saying. I'd, that. I'd say that, but I also don't like fish, so <laughs> I eat salmon because it's healthy. That's uh, my I don't like salmon. See, I don't really base my movie choices though on what I like to eat. <laughs> well, that's where I'm weird. I do sometimes. That's, that's we used why to I, go I love Cheetos. I want to watch like, a movie about yeah. Cheetos. Their chicken fingers that's, are that's really good. That's why I'm single, there. Nicole. Because I'm that right. weird. So <laughs> we've got two totally in agreement on Into the Spider Verse, and with a with a, I think everybody can agree that Infinity War deserves amazing. a big yeah. nod. It was yeah. the only superhero movie this year that made me like full on man cry. Like I was like, oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh Spider Verse was... made me cry more than Infinity really? War. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's was... like there's like there's one like uh, yeah, there are a couple moments in it where like you really. Yeah, you felt things. Yeah, and and for Arian to say that, <laughs> yeah, he's like, do you remember feelings? He's like literally, yeah, a we have a of sandpaper. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Infinity War, yeah, I was I was ugly crying um, intensely. Well, I mean, like both, and I think we didn't we see it twice. Yeah, and and right before there's a few Marvel movies she hadn't seen yet, so like we like caught up on it, so we were like super fresh, that was yeah. really yeah. like so the, like we're like the wounds really, were raw, we're like Very really attached to all of yeah. these. I, I did the same happen. thing, yeah. like I like I hadn't seen like the last two Iron Man movies and like the the middle Thor movie and like one other like the the Hulk movie, so I watched all of those like right before Infinity, like in between. Black yeah. Panther and Infinity War. So, like, everything was very fresh in my head. And, like, I rewatched Civil War because that's one of my favorites. Well, well, we'll, we'll be doing a uh, MCU episode uh, nice. before Endgame comes out. Okay. So, I, I, it'll be interesting to run down all those movies and see what everybody thinks. But, uh, Nicole, what was your favorite movie last year? My favorite movie was Mandy. Oh, okay. I okay. Absolutely. Loved Mandy so much. So um, I actually saw it for the first time at your house. Yeah. And, you know, like, I had seen the trailer, and I very much went into it being like, this is either going to be fucking amazing, or it's going to be, like, a hot, insane mess. Because it's really hard to tell from the trailer. And it turns out it's both. It, it, but it's, <laughs> it's the best kind of mess. Yeah. I mean, it's it was an entertaining like, mess. It, it seems yeah. like the script was just like there's a girl some stuff happens to her and then Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage and like that's the whole script Um, (laughs) Nicolas Cage goes crazy nuts he was so 
very, very incredibly good at being Nicolas Cage. In that Him movie. and the, the cult leader. Bonkers, yes. yeah. Yeah. He was less Incredible. bonkers than, like, in Mom and Dad, which I also saw this year. He was way more bonkers than that. This was, like, actual acting. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think, I mean, I honestly, if, for, for Maximum Cage, uh, a bad lieutenant Port of Call New Orleans, to me, that's Maximum Nicholas Cage. Yeah. 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 I actually but haven't seen that. I, Mandy... Oh, uh, that's, like, it's a terrible movie that I love so much. Because I love Bad Lieutenant, like, so much. No, well, this, this isn't really related to that at all. No. But it's Nicholas Cage just... Going, like, bug shit crazy. Yeah. And, but even beyond Nicholas Cage being fucking wonderful. Well, he's the, he's the least interesting thing in the movie. Yeah, like, everything... Cult, the, right. cult, the cult is, like, super weird. Yeah, the, the guy that plays the cult leader, and off the top of my head, I can't remember his name right now, but... Um, he's incredible. He is phenomenal. Dongus Masterson. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't believe like, you. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I, I just assumed he must be correct. The writing Sounds right. is so good. The, like, the Dongus wasn't that masterful. <laughs> like, you know, you're watching you know, him do his crazy cult leader thing and then, you know, he gets to the point where he's got her drugged and he uh, is in the bathrobe and he starts playing his shitty ass album oh, yeah. for her. It's and she like laughs. And he's just looking at her and he's waiting for her to be like, this is this the, the greatest yeah. music I've ever heard. You're a fucking genius. You're this, you're that. Like he fully feels like that's the experience that everybody's going to get because his ego is so insane. That's how and I show off my albums. I just... Of course. <laughs> like he actually, he, he Here, makes me listen have, to his music while standing nude in front of me all the time. But yeah, like, you know, and he's got this weird hold on these other people who have fed and grown his ego, like, to the point of the fact that he thinks this is the way other people who he has kidnapped are going to react. Like, she's going to be like, thanks for kidnapping me. You've changed my life. Uh, your music is fucking amazing. It's very like, interesting. That's what he's expecting to happen. And he sells it. He's so fucking good. This didn't occur to me until just now, but you describing this guy in this way, he's very Trumpy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's surrounded yeah. by all of these yeah. people like, right. who are just like, oh, you're the best. Yeah. He only great opinion of himself to yeah. be surrounded by yes men. Right. Yeah. Which is right. so awesome. And I also love, like, there's that whole, I love everything about this movie, and so I'm totally jumping around, but, like, that whole part where you're like, is this supernatural or is this yeah. reality? Like, when they go out there and they call the, the like, the, the, the crazy BSM, uh, the, the four-wheelers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You the Cinebite four-wheelers. Yeah. So, yeah, they call them on, like, a fucking seashell, <laughs> and, like, they come over the hill on a four-wheeler, and it's so just good. so, and you're like, well, are they demons? Like it took the movies like, constantly for me to be like the yeah. crazy, yeah, like, and like the interstitial like, okay, weird so ass not... anime. Like, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I love. I love that the beginning, you know, and, and just to be like a little bit like girly, whatever. But the beginning is like so beautiful and like it's so colorful and soft because they're so in love with each other, you know, and all of their interactions are just like very like pure and then the moment shit goes bad the entire look the like cinematography and everything insane. changes and also, it becomes crisp and real and dark and dirty also and shout out to Cheddar Goblin yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Cheddar, Cheddar Goblin, Goblin designed by our, our friend Shane, Shane Morton, Morton. Yeah. Yeah. really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that makes so much sense yeah. right? they, had, they had one of the Cheddar Goblins at we saw it at the plaza 
and they brought yeah. Shane was there, and they brought one yeah. to the plaza. And well, and he they, made. What did he make? Christmas ornaments or something? He made yeah. Cherry Album like Christmas yeah. ornaments. Yeah. Given yeah, the big deal they made too. out of it, I thought it was going to be a much larger part of the movie. So I was yeah. a little disappointed to be like, what, that was it? I thought this was like yeah. some big deal. But at the same time, it was so it was funny because it was like, if it had been a bigger part, it would have almost been like, that's too much of that. Yeah. 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 It would have been. But it was just this <laughs> great little like, juxtaposition. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is the Tra- transitional piece. Yeah, but I mean, we I loved it so much. We loved it so much that we like did it for Halloween. Yeah, like, and we we probably watched it four times or something. Yeah, like, it's been a lot. And like we literally went out for Halloween, neither one of us wearing pants. It's one of the <laughs> yeah. yes, you know, yes. It, was, it was pretty amazing. It's that's how, that's that how you know it's a good Halloween. Yeah, that movie I didn't is wear pants. very supportive of hashtag yeah. no pants. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it until a, a couple weeks ago, and I, I messaged you guys when I saw it yeah. because. I was like, oh my god, now I finally get their fucking Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> and they're brilliant. And my Halloween costume was great until I had to get gas on the way to where we were going. Oh, you didn't bring pants with you? Uh, you committed. I did not have pants with me. I had them with me in the car, but I didn't have them on. Like a long time. You know, I'm well aware so I walked into that, you the gas have, <laughs> that you own easy-to-pull-on workout pants because of the time that Ryan was wearing them at Dragon Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, in, in truth, that was know. my Green Lantern costume. Okay, <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. It was my I forget my pants That's costume, right. yeah. Yeah. and I did publicly shame him for wearing ladies' pants. <laughs> oh, we all at did. Dragon Con. But yeah, like even I, though you couldn't tell, it I, like literally didn't even matter. And let's be honest, we're pants. gonna pick a time to wear ladies' pants. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Con place. Yo, I left my actual glasses and my actual jeans in your room. And I was stuck with lady workout pants and sunglasses. And because you didn't have your glasses, you couldn't even tell they were lady pants. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you no, couldn't see tell. us mocking you, so it was, it was totally all right. My these, groin area. These pants tell. were not designed for men's <laughs> parts. All right, we got to keep going. Uh, but everybody saw Mandy. Everybody agrees yeah, Mandy is yeah, absolutely yeah. incredible. incredible. Uh, Ryan, I, I, your temptation for sure has got to be to just say Mandy. I mean, it is. And uh, but. Me and Nicole decided today we're not going to have the same answers because we both were like Mandy. And I was like, no, because there's a few things here where we're going to say the same thing. So it's going to be a boring-ass podcast if we do that. So I'm going to follow my heart and go with (laughs) The Predator. Nice. Okay. I absolutely love this movie. I haven't yelled at the screen so much in my life at a movie theater. Like I was like, oh, my God, did they really just do this? Fuck yes. Like I was so hyped. (laughs) And you know from talking to me, Dave, that when when the trailer came out, I was very much one of the people that was like, fuck this movie. I was surprised by how against that movie you seemed oh, I, to be. I hated the trailer. I was like, oh my god, they're turning this like like Stranger Things kind of like vibe and like they're really trying to play up the whole like kid kid interacting with the predator. And, and, and I'll admit I was concerned about that. Yeah, but, but that's, that's not, a Shane Black movie. Yeah, but it's it's not really how it went down. Like the no, way no, they no. handled it was great. Uh, it was also just unforgiving. There were so many jokes in that movie. That I'm like, I cannot believe this is a joke in a movie in 2018, but I love it. Because it's just very unforgiving and just ridiculous. It was like a really badass 90s action movie. Like a, like the best 90s action movie you saw, but with Predator in it. And the humor was very... Uh, it, it harkened back to that dude humor that yeah. Jesse Ventura in the original oh, Predator for sure. yeah. saying, oh my you know, god damn sexual tyrant well, well that and, but the, uh, 
That's just Jesse Ventura. Him exactly. I, I, got I, think time Shane, I think it was actually Shane Black's character that yeah. told the joke about, is there an echo in here? Yeah. Like, that, like, it was all that kind of stuff, which is, you know, in 2000, 2019, which we're yeah, in now, yeah. you so, know, and the dudes are always going to be dudes, yeah. and crude guy humor will always be a thing, and that's what a lot of this was. And it's not... Uh, the intention is is a release. Yeah, it's not in any way about disrespect no, or no. about anything else. It's just our that base instinct to be as disgusting as we can possibly be. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, earlier this is a little off track, but earlier I, I got here way early. <laughs> thanks for thanks for allowing me to come in, Arian. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I took the dog out to pee and I was like, is that Dave parking? That <laughs> <laughs> is Dave parking. And it's like, hold on, if you come over, she's not going to pee. Yeah, I kept annoying. my distance because I didn't want to disrupt what the, needed to the happen. Pee, the pee flow. Uh, but we, we sat down and watched uh, some some uh, humor from the the excellent Ari Shafir, who, if you know, is a very clean comic who who's generally aimed towards families, I think. Lots yeah. of uh, <laughs> definitely clean stuff. Anyway, he's talking about slapping his buddy in the face with a used condom. And it's that kind of... Like, that yeah. is the apex of yeah. humor. Yeah. It's that crude, nasty... It's not about, like, offending people. It's yeah. about just getting, getting it out there. And Predator was all... Getting it out. It was just that and a lot of blood. And uh, I just, I don't know, I just enjoyed it. It just hit me at the right moment. And I was just like, I haven't seen a movie like this in a long time. And I just, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't stop talking about it after. And it's a Halloween movie. Yes. Yes. So I love that. I takes love place, that it takes place Halloween. on Halloween. Yeah. And, uh, and the kid, I don't usually like kids in movies. It sounds horrible. But a lot of times, I'm <laughs> no, like. you're right. You no, know, a lot of times, I'm like. Like, like, there's several movies where I'm like, if that kid wasn't in it, I would have liked this movie. That kid was annoying as fuck. Uh, no, Kid and the Predator was great. Let me ask you this, though. Uh-huh. I've noticed something in the past few years is that kids are less annoying than they used to be. Yes. And this is not any kind of relation to, like, the fact that I have no. a kid. No, you're right. <laughs> like, I feel like the style in movies, movies yeah, and on yeah. TV, like, Stranger Things, if Stranger They're Things great. had come out when we were kids, no, it would have been, been, awful. been so insufferable. Bad. Yeah. 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 It would have been, been the Goonies. Kids, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. kids now You know, like, movies, the Goonies, come on. I don't. I don't. Kids now in movies and TV are, like... Really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really talented. Like, what the fuck is going on? Because yeah. when I was a kid, as soon as a kid showed up in something, it was like, fuck this. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> right, right. This, this, they're annoying. Yeah. They're whiny. And I don't know if it's, you know what, part of it may be that people our age are making these things mm-hmm. now. And, like, no... Nobody like, wants this. Like, uh, like, like, nobody like, looks at the whiny, annoying kid yeah. as the viewpoint character. Right. Because like, no, no. like, that was the idea. In the no, like, nobody wants to make another fucking Mac and me. <laughs> no, somebody does. Some sick uh, fuck out there in the world wants to make another Mac and me. There's a Kickstarter somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. And, and, all right. That's awful. Um, so I'm. I'm Totally in agreement. Predator was badass. I fucking loved it. Um, I still haven't seen it. I'm it's, lazy. It's yeah, so it's much fun. Super fun. It's just fun. It's fun. It's fun. Oh, it's fun. 
I'm not saying it's the best movie Don't of the year. I'm saying it's, it's my favorite. Well, and it's not mean it's the best. That's what we do here. We're not sitting down and having an intellectual, no. like, film school conversation about, like, well, I really felt the shot that you... We don't do that. No. We're talking no. about it our probably, favorite stuff. It probably has horrible reviews, but, like, oh, I definitely had... definitely has it totally horrible has, reviews. I, had, I, I don't even look at it anymore. But, like, I just had a great fucking time watching it, so that's, yeah, that's my favorite. Red Ranger... So I'm going to sneak in an honorable mention first and okay. say that Fair. Uh, Anna and the Apocalypse totally caught me out of left field. I'll see that. I had heard about it and I was Stop like, oh, we'll go it. see it. It's a Christmas movie. So we went and saw it and I fucking loved it. It's Shaun of the Dead and High School Musical thrown in a blender. Uh, it's great. So, And I really don't want to spoil anything other than to say like, if you make it through the first 30 minutes and pay attention to the dark humor that starts to creep in... And if you don't hate musicals, you'll fucking love this movie. So that's my it's honorable tall ass because I hate. Musicals. Yeah, I don't like musicals. That <laughs> yeah, much, if you honestly. don't like musicals, then don't watch it because you, you won't get it. I I, I, like, I can't make a blanket statement either. Yeah, way. I, can't. Yeah, I like I like, I like musicals if they do whatever it is musicals need to do to make yeah. me like. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I was a theater kid and a dancer, so musicals. Are sure, like, sure, sure. My thing. Yeah. So. so uh, but my favorite, and I can't argue that it's the best movie, it's the best of this franchise, but my favorite, um, and this is probably a little bit of bias because I just saw it not that long ago, was Bumblebee. Nice. Oh, dude. I... Solid. Solid. Oh, my God. Like, seeing G1 Optimus Prime on a big fucking movie screen, I was like... I sat there with my mouth, like, my jaw on the floor during the first 20 minutes of and, that movie. And you saw the trailer, and yeah. you're like, wow... It looks like they might have some decent fan service in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. This one might be okay. But then you see the movie. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. This is actually a great movie. Yeah. Like, I'm enjoying this movie. I'm getting interested in these characters. Right, right. I, I don't hate the Bumblebee can't talk. Uh, well, and because because there's a reason. They right. explain it. They yes. make it a thing. It's a plot point. It's not just a bullshitty, like, right. it'll be cool if he uses samples from television shows to talk. Right. Which is the original Yeah, yeah. Because Michael Bay clearly hates the Transformers. Uh, but yeah, no, I loved it. I My, Michael Bay just hates people, and he well, wants us all to suffer as much as we possibly yeah, can. Although I'll, I'll, giving him tons of money. I will always still thank him for The Rock, which is the best thing he's ever and done. And Bad Boys. I like Bad Boys. Bad Boys too. is also good. So, I like uh, yeah. Painting Game was pretty good. Painting Game's actually really fun. Never yeah. seen yeah. that. It's, it's uh, good. It's based on a true story. Yeah. Probably nothing like it actually Nothing. Happened. Yeah, nothing. But it's, yeah. it's pretty good. Probably not that far removed. The true story is actually... It's pretty messed up. Yeah. So, but, uh, but no, Bumblebee, watching it, I, I think I teared up two or three times because it was like, this is the movie that I wanted to see as a kid. Yeah. Like... I love the animated one. The animated one was amazing. I definitely cried when you Optimus Prime died. You got the touch. Oh you got the power. Makes an appearance. Which, spoiler alert. Makes, spoiler alert. Yeah, makes an appearance in the movie at the best fucking Fuck time. Yes, it does. And I'm like, yes. I was the only person in the theater that fucking lost his mind when that came on. Because you're, 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 you're probably the oldest person in the theater. This is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went, um, Jen and I went out to the middle of nowhere. We went out to where I used to live and I was like, Man, everything is sold out, and or it's too packed, or it's too crowded, and I don't feel like the old crowds, but I really want to see Bumblebee. Let's go to Bethlehem. So we went out to Bethlehem, and it was not a packed theater, which was great, and we're not a lot of people around us, because I was like, I'm punching Jen in the arm, and I'm like, honey, 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 that's Optimus Prime. This is the voice of my childhood. I like to say that, uh, like, 
Peter Cullen was my dad. Not really, but Optimus Prime was a better father figure at times. Sure, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> and like, you see him, and he's gigantic, and then real sound wave, real fucking sound wave, shoot fucking tapes out of his chest. Well, oh, I know. I lost my shit. Childhood, childhood wise, really? we we had different experiences. Yeah, like. We had shitty dads in different ways. Yeah, yeah. And I say shitty dad. I, I look back now and I get it. They did I the best they could. Get my yeah, dad. You know, like was, I, was with the I have, but like, if, if I've gotten older, I've gotten more sympathetic to my you dad. You start to kind of like, yeah. Okay, I see. It, he was been, especially because I lived with my mother for a couple of years as an adult, and like I love my mother. She's a wonderful human being. However, I see now why my dad divorced her twice. <laughs> because she's also a hard human being to live with. But if we were going to make a list of strong male role models, Optimus dad Prime, yeah. might not make the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Optimus Prime might be at fucking number one. Yeah, he would like, be top five easily. Easily, yeah. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe fall closely by Duke. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Although you know what, no, I lean, no, I I lean a little more Flint one. than I do Duke. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm Duke more than Flint. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, if I'm being honest, I'm probably like Optimus Prime, Man at Arms. Oh yeah, Duncan. And then Duke. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Even loving GI Joe more than I do He Man, Duncan was like. He was up there with Optimus. Yeah. Oh my gosh! If we could have all just been raised by Duncan and Optimus Prime, we de- the world we would be, would be well such a people. better place than it is now. <laughs> would not be the If our current president had been raised by by Master of Arms and an Optimus Prime, he'd be so much more well adjusted. No, he probably man, would have just been killed or run over. No, Man at Arms <laughs> would have killed him when he was an infant. He yeah. would have known. He would have seen. He would have known so the problems. There's, there's, yeah. there's no. There's no good. Yeah. Yeah. He, would have, he would have fed him to Battle Cats. <laughs> <laughs> to go further down yeah. the Man at Arms thing real quick, we met Alan Oppenheimer at... Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the weirdest thing is, is Man at Arms is just Alan Oppenheimer. Sure. So we're standing there talking to Alan Oppenheimer, and I look at him and I go... I know it's weird, but I really just keep wanting to call you Duncan. And he goes, Duncan. I was like, well, that was made in our name. Yeah, yeah. And he, he had no idea. He's like, I don't know. That. He's like, <laughs> He's like, Duncan? That's a dumb name. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're, you're like, my child, it's ruined. I was like, no, it made it that much better. You, like, you well, no, no, when you I was a kid, my child, I thought Duncan was a dumb child name. You more yeah. than Last yeah. Jedi. Duncan yeah, is. is. Look, for, like, anybody listening, name, for anybody listening, like, if you're named Duncan, that's red. Right. But if you're not named Duncan, that name is really dumb. Unless you're the, <laughs> it's yeah. almost as dumb as Arian. Let's be <laughs> Oh, no, it's, no, I, I think there's more, there's there's more, more connotations. <laughs> that's definitely more low. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's going to be uncomfortable referring to anybody as Duncan. Right? <laughs> Je- Jewish girls can still date Duncans. <laughs> Which uh, I have a thing for Speaking of Jewish girls, uh, Beth, you're not. But <laughs> you're right. what was your favorite movie in 2018? I was also leaning heavily towards Mandy. Um, and then I went with what was absolutely not the best movie of the year by any means, but it was the most fun I had in a movie theater all year, which I, I wanted it to be Predator, but it, it wasn't. It was The Meg. Oh, most yeah, fun. yeah. Meg was awesome. The most fun movie I saw. Have you guys seen I Meg? Haven't seen yeah. it. I haven't. I oh want my to see god! It's so much fun. Yeah, Meg is great. It's so dumb fun. It is. How have you seen a movie that I haven't seen? What is happening? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is really should be ashamed of yourself. We are in a negative zone. I had a shitty job that I would blow off in the middle. 
I know, and I've been working like, you know, yeah. 60 hours a week. I, I had a shitty job that I worked from else. home, so I would just disappear and go see the music. Yeah, yeah. J- Jason Statham. Perfect. I love him in everything. And I love the crank movies. I love if, if all you, of his crank is rad. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. crank. If you haven't seen the Meg, and you have like an idea rad. in your head of how Jason Statham should interact with gigantic sharks, this movie somehow delivers. Totally does yeah. on your dreams. Yeah. Without even knowing what really my dreams about would that be, <laughs> but it, it absolutely knew what my dreams were going to be, and it gave me every single one of them. It was just like, here you go. Here, I'm going yes. to lay out your dreams before you. Right. Everything and I'm going to make want. I'm going to make all of your dreams come true and make you the happiest little girl on earth. because yeah. <laughs> it absolutely did. and everybody was so bought into it. Every yeah. single actor in it, even the good actors, yeah. were just like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go for it. We're going to you arguing say, that the Statham is not a good actor. He's good at what he does. <laughs> yes, he he's is. A very, he's yes. the best Jason good at what he does. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, like, but you're right. Within, and that's, that's he, actually... He has a particular set of skills. That's actually, <laughs> one, of, that's actually one of the important things about the movie, and, and really about any movie, is a skilled movie, no matter what it's about or uh, what the context is or anything... Let's you know within the first ten minutes what the tone is, and what the what level of suspension of disbelief you should have. Smart movies set that tone. So even the dumbest, shittiest movie in the world, if it lets you know in that first ten minutes, like, okay, look, this is the level we're playing at here, then. You can have fun. You can have a great time. And if it doesn't fuck up that tone, if it doesn't fuck up that level of suspension of disbelief for the next hour and a half or whatever, then good job. And the Meg, right out of the gate, it's like, look, this is what kind of movie this is. Strap in or fucking walk out. Yep. Yeah. And I know people that I saw it with who were just like, this is so stupid. Yeah, it was. Right. It was supposed to be. Right. Did you watch the same trailer I watched? Because you came in here right. on yeah, purpose. Did you yeah. come in here expecting <laughs> usual suspects or Citizen Kane or something? Because right. like, that's not what this party's about. And you came in to watch an implausible movie about a giant fucking you, shark. You seem to have missed with the trailer Jason where there's a gigantic shark right. a giant swimming shark through shark. like uh, people in a beach party. Right. Where, what, what did you think was fucking what happening in this movie? Was this a documentary in Shark Week? I thought I was going to get high drama from this prehistoric <laughs> shark coming up in the also, center of the earth. The also, intellectual tenor of this film is not to my liking. <laughs> Land it, of the Lost is so ahistorical. <laughs> it wasn't sci-fi Sharknado stupid. No, 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 no. Not at all. It, not was, at all. it was just balls to balls. Let's have some fucking fun with this. It wasn't... It was, oh, okay, now we have to watch this ridiculous time-traveling Sharknado shit again. It was, the, it was the Piranha remake without being quite as campy. Yes. But it was that same level of, look, if you're here to have fun, you're going to fucking have fun. If you're here to, like, learn about sharks... You're It's not Jaws. No, it's not Jaws. No. But it is definitely... A modern descendant of Jaws. It is, look, we saw Jaws and we really dug it, 
But we'd like to really get retarded well, right now. But we've got <laughs> we've got great we'll CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. We've got awesome right, CGI. Good, and we can make a giant fuck off shark. Yeah, now. and you know what? That's that's actually something about all the movies that we've discussed here. They look fantastic. Yeah. The yeah. Meg mm-hmm. looks fantastic. Yeah. There was yeah. not a moment in that movie. We're dealing with a CGI undersea lab. We're dealing with a CGI shark. Spoiler, CGI sharks. Um, Wait, you mean well, there's no it was, megalodon? It was spoiled in the trailer. Oh no, there's a megalodon. Don't you worry. You will get your you will get your daily uh, uh, United States Department of Health requirement of megalodon in this movie. <laughs> your USDA recommended dose. I'm only supposed to have 20 grand. <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna, oh, you're, you're, you better not see this movie. You're gonna shit. But yeah, all this stuff looks fantastic. We're really getting to a point where as long as it's not something that's supposed to look and behave like a human, yeah, it can yeah. get passed. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. You, in Bumblebee, you felt oh like my he gosh. had weight. Yes. Yeah, no, like, yes. I didn't even, I haven't seen Bumblebee, but like just from the trailers, like all the Transformers, like moving around and transforming... Like look fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Well, like, they look like it, I'd want them to look. Part of it is because they're not ninety five percent wires and gears. Oh, God, it was yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, Michael Bay aesthetic. Choice. About Bumblebee. Okay, so the other Transformers movies, which granted there are a couple of those that I genuinely enjoyed. I thought the first but one was okay. They I have their big. Thought. They have their big fights, and they hit the ground. And every time they hit the ground, a shit ton of like gears and stuff just throw fly off of them. Yeah. In Bumblebee, they're like, "Hey, maybe it would be cooler if every time they hit the ground, they just got up and yeah. didn't have a bunch of their parts critical falling parts falling out." Because that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, you think that those parts would be important? Yeah. yeah. yeah it would be like if every time I jumped, little bones fell out of my feet. Or, <laughs> right. Or is, it, or is it like their IKEA parts? Which, granted, I'm yeah, getting to the action. point in my I life I just, where I, just, I feel <laughs> like that's what happens. Yeah, I know. I like, like when when I'm people like, oh, I don't jump. like when people talk to me about exercise and they're like, "Oh, you can go running." I was like. Slow down turbo. Walking is yeah. difficult for me. <laughs> well, my, doc- my doctor literally told me, he was like, if you run, that's bad because later in life you're going to need your knees. <laughs> but you can walk well into your next century. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 20-year-old Sean ran a lot and like, a lot of backflips. That's 40-year-old Sean hates that. I can't even really walk anymore because like, I have this weird thing with like collapsing Well, your bones. feet are falling apart, Yeah, like, right? the, like the, my right foot, like the metatarsal bones are collapsing and I have to wear weird like... Like, we literally need to mount you on, like, a robot unicycle wheel. Which is why there's a fucking rowing machine that I use daily. That actually looks like a lot of fun. Like, if... I, this this machine right here yeah. in the negative zone. Yeah. Uh, if I saw this in a store, I would be like, "Oh wow, that would totally get me into shape," and I would buy it. Yeah, it was like two hundred bucks on it's Amazon. It's that kind of dumb. It's like it's one of the best. Like for like the, as much as I've used it, and it's kept me from like ballooning into like a whale beast after my foot started to fall apart. Uh, like it's one of the, like the best purchases for the dollar that I've no, made. No, let me ask you this: It's this rowing machine, right? Yes. Does this give you an urge to go yakking? <laughs> 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 I, uh, Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. 
You're right. <laughs> Let's move on. Me yak. Let's uh, move on to favorite TV shows. I, I have never felt the urge to yak. <laughs> I, I would. I, would I have, but only after too much strawberry vodka. I. Um, I have on. Ryan's bathroom floor. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's go. Uh, let's actually start with Arian this time. Now, when we say favorite TV show, at this point, the landscape of television is way different than it Boy, used to be. Like, we have streaming gonna, services. Like, I mean, did the, you get your favorite movie? Yeah, it was. It was also in the Spider Verse. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, right, with an honorable out. mention. I've lost to, track. I was the only person who agreed with anybody else. But whatever. Uh, I guess it, it was. Li- it, it was literally the most fun I had in a fucking movie theater. Like I only saw eight movies last year. I saw all the Marvel movies: Deadpool, Solo, uh, Mandy. One day I got really sad. Yeah, he's the only one of us that saw Mandy in the theater. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it at Plaza Theater. Yeah, I saw, I saw it at Plaza too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like one, and like one day I got really sad and uh, went and saw uh, the Mister Rogers documentary and cried. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I I'm not watching that outside of the house. I'm not really watching that any more than I'm watching a movie about a dog. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, no fuck uh, dog movies. No. We we were gonna watch Christopher Robin and we were gonna go see it in the movie theater. Oh, we're like, no, oh no, there's too much. There's gonna be too much ugly crying. We're yeah. gonna do that I want to see it, it, but I, I do, don't want to sit there and I know cry I'm for an hour and a half. Yeah. But I, I, I was like one I of like four. I was like one of four people at Tara like at an afternoon show. I saw the Mr. Rogers movie, so it was okay. Like I sat in the corner. But television wise, television wise, so like I don't watch streaming television. Yeah, whatever. I don't watch a lot of TV. Uh, I'm like infamous for like starting a series and getting bored. Like the most of anything that like came out last year, I say in air quotes, came out that I watched was uh, Castle Rock. I watched the first seven episodes of, and I stopped after the seventh episode because it was so good. Like which was the Sissy Spacek, the one that was like the seventh episode was all about Sissy Spacek's character. And yeah, it was like told in flashbacks about her, like, dealing with, like, dementia and Alzheimer's, and it was really fucking great. It's one of the best single episodes of TV that I've ever seen. My recommendation, watch the first seven episodes of Castle Rock and then just stop. That's not my recommendation. My recommendation is watch the whole thing. Sure. Uh, I'm a Stephen King fan. I I tried. I I got two episodes in, and then I was like, this is really slow, and I can't get into it. It's worth worth watching through episode five or six. I loved it, and I have the attention span of a gnat. Yeah, like, I I just get super super bored with TV shows. Sure. It's a commitment. No, it is. Like, even, like, like, the Marvel Netflix shows, which are all getting canceled now, like... I watched the first three or four episodes and then I stopped. Well, that's because the middle three episodes are fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, they're all filler. They're, yeah. they're usually a deal with Foggy, and I want him to die. I love uh, Foggy. God. I like Foggy. You're fired. Uh, <laughs> you can't fire me. This is my show. <laughs> I know. But Damn I it! It is the negative zone. But he's doing it in the negative zone. So Fuck. Pulling rank. All right, later, guys. <laughs> so, and you actually experienced it earlier when you showed up far too early, and I'm like, here, watch this. Um, you were very nice to me, though. Yeah, no, it's fine. You didn't make me leave like I did. I think I think, I think, think at one point we were doing a commentary, and somebody, I think it might have been Jason. Somebody so showed up super early once, and I was like, no, you're, go, you're, you're go, to early, like, go to Wendy's or something. Go to Wendy's or something. No, I was just like, ah, come in, whatever. Like you're super fucking early. I got to work for another hour, but I appreciate that. Uh, my favorite TV experience. Although I wish you put pants on. 
I, I put real pants on shortly after you got here. Whatever. I no longer have sweatpants on. These are jeans. Uh, my favorite TV experience in the past year is the Comedy Central show, which I, like, in the past, like, nine months have watched every episode of. This Can't Be Happening, which is comedians telling horrible stories from their lives. Hor- yeah. Like, horrible is there a word stronger than horrible? Horror bad. <laughs> yeah. Terror bad. Uh, legally like, dead? Like, some of them involve becoming legally yeah. dead. And it's like people like like Mark Marin, Louis Anderson, Keegan, yeah, it's, it's Keegan Michael. It's not yeah. like all But randoms. like, some of the, like, the best one, the single best one, which is the one that I made you watch oh first, gosh. is uh, this female comedian named Jessa Reed. And like, if you're gonna watch, you'll it's like sixteen or seventeen. That was her name. Sixteen or seventeen minutes of your life. Uh, j- just like go into YouTube and type in meth p. Oh, oh god, the meth p. Yeah, like <laughs> she talks about accidentally getting addicted to meth and then like figuring out like because your body can't process it and like it flushes it out through your urine. That, like, if you drink your own pee while oh. doing meth, you get, like, super high. YouTube lists her name entirely differently. It's it's Jessa Reed. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like... I have, like, a particular weird fondness for, like, th- a content of entertainment that I can only classify is embarrassment porn. Human debasement. Yeah. Like, seeing people, like, recount or relive, like, the most terrible, embarrassing moments in their life, like, gives me this weird, like, cringe high that, like, (laughs) I just love for... I I love and hate that I love at the same time. Well, it makes sense, though, because we all have that, that part of the brain, and I don't know what it is, but you'll be... Sitting there, driving to work, listening to Oingo Boingo in a pretty good mood. Like, you know what? I'm not super happy I'm going to work, but I've got a lot of stuff to write about. It's going to be a good night. And then all of a sudden your brain is like, hey, fucker. Remember that time in eighth grade you asked that girl out and she laughed at you and you want to drive into a tree? <laughs> yeah. No, like, we all have yeah, that no, part totally, of our totally brain. It's totally like that. And, and, oh, yeah. and to know that other people are and, sharing those things that that reprehensible little part of your brain yeah. wants is like, okay, we've all had our... It's part of life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was like the most fun that I've had watching TV. And like, I I would literally sit there with a, uh, sorry if anyone from work is listening. Yes, sometimes <laughs> I will sit there with my tablet open watching shit on YouTube or Hulu as I uh, am working. None of us do that. Sometimes None I, of us. I've never done that. I don't sometimes, know what you're talking about. Sometimes it's slow work. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, like, my most... Like, I spent either, let's say, if coin flip, like, wasting, like, countless hours of my life watching shitty WWE programming over the past year, or sure. watching uh, that on Comedy Central. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I look, I'm right there with you on WWE because I, I watch all of it, and the percentage of it that is good is you, not greater than you, the percentage of it that is <laughs> shitty. The, the sad part is that, like, you don't even watch like the stuff that's actively. You, I know. you don't watch NXT, and that's like the best. NXT or 205 Live. I don't watch. I don't like. I canceled my network subscription after the whole Crown Jewel thing, 
But, uh, like, they, they still... Because you have standards and morals. Yeah, they, like, they, they bum me out and they keep me from getting laid more than I should. I should, like, really just be, like, more, just like, eh. Uh, no, you're, you're a good man. <laughs> no, don't say that. That's not true. It is true. <laughs> it go, is true. Don't go that far. But, uh, yeah, so I, I can't recommend Comedy Central. This isn't happening highly enough. Uh, and especially, just go on YouTube and type in meth pee. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We, I, we found it within, like, five seconds of when I got here, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, and it'll make you feel better about being Yeah, yeah it'll, like, make you feel better about all of your bad decisions, because you're just like, well, at least I haven't Never been drank there. Never yeah. 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 drank yeah. yeah. just to get high. Uh, Beth, television, or st- whatever, you know. I, I actually surprised myself. By choosing a network TV program. Yeah, Mad right out of town. Yeah. They still have those? Right? I didn't know that Was either. Was it House? <laughs> I, I don't think that's I've been on an episode I can't House. do that show. I hate that guy. What was oh. your, what was it? The Good Place. Oh, yes! Oh, yes. Oh, I'm oh, clapping for that. That show is, is very incredible. That, I, that's the second most fun I had watching TV. This I streamed season. the first season on a flight last year to and from San Francisco. So I watched all of the first season, got home, immediately got onto Netflix, watched the second season, and have been loving the third season. And I'm so happy it got picked up for a fourth season. Yeah. Very yeah. excited. I really didn't think that they'd be able to keep up with what it was or keep it going. You well, that's what, yeah, constantly you're thinking, like, this can't they, Yeah, keep, they can't keep... Yeah, this is going to run out of steam at some point, right? right? right. Like, the, the concept will die. They, and, like, somehow they keep making it work. Yeah, um, being entertained. What's it about? I have no idea. Yeah, like, the good place. Uh, you son of a he, bitch. I, I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't have TV. No, I can't no, say you can, that. You can watch your it. your mom's fucking awesome, you motherfucker. Yeah, there you go. Well, you, well yeah, that's, that's right. That's damn it! That's right. You... Ass butt. The, the, the first two seasons are on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. It's legit. They're half an hour long. They're half an hour long, and like there are like only twelve episodes per it's season. So funny, yeah. And it's really funny. And to explain yeah. anything, we'll spoil it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you, you gotta watch it. It's, the the less you know going in, the better. I spoil it for myself, but that's because I'm a miserable ass. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Is one of the treasure. most attractive and delightful human beings ever. Uh, the most, her. literally the yeah. most. Yeah. yeah, she is delightful. Yeah. Ted, Ted Danson is in it. He's fantastic. Uh, which oh, okay. is possibly the other most attractive and delightful human being on the planet. Although I say that uh, Ted Danson, uh, when you go back and watch early Cheers, is really fucking weird looking. Yeah, yeah. like all yeah. putting yeah. weird. Yeah. Now though, really he's well. he's a silver fox. Yeah. yeah, he's gorgeous. And I believe that hair is fake. Uh, it's got to be. Probably. Oh, has to. I think he actually lost his hair. And then don't really. Well, okay. It's either fake or because there's this whole rash of like celebrity people who have really incredible hair that's not detectable as fake. Right. And I think. I think if you go to the right guy, you can get good fake hair. Right. He, like, like, sewn in implant hip, hair. Hidden plugs. What, what so, end of the whatever spectrum, it is. There's Brett Michaels. The other end of the spectrum. Yeesh. Is. Ted Danson. Not good. 
No, Brett Michaels is probably on the Jimmy oh, okay. end of things. Yeah. Uh, oh. and then there's Brett Michaels, dances. he just has a bandana. Like I think his actually his extensions no. are sewn in. Well, well he's like Hulk Hogan. Yes. If, if you watched this week's Raw, you yeah. saw Hulk Hogan with his his fake hair that almost looked like like. Pasta noodles or yeah. like scarecrow yeah. hair. Like, if Sean, if Sean Michaels can just give up and give in yeah. and like buzz, let's go ahead and admit though that Sean Michaels is far more of a man than Hulk Hogan ever was. No, like he, yeah. uh, he's because Sean Michaels got to the point where he said, "You know what? I was kind of a fucker for a while, and I'd like to not be like that yeah. anymore." Yeah. Sure. Whereas Hulk yeah. Hogan has said, he's "I was kind him. of a fucker for a while, and I'd like to make money again." Right. So <laughs> I'm going to. Tell the black people I'm sorry, and then move on. I didn't know they actually said the words "I'm sorry." Did he? I, well, he was like, "I'm he, sorry, he, got out." He issued, <laughs> he, issued, he issued a very the old loose, dog the bounty hunter trick. He, he, he I'm issued sorry a very you guys heard about that. He issued a very Louis C.K. type apology, non-apology apology, where he's like, "Some of my actions may have hurt people, and that makes right, me right, think, right, right, right." Yeah. Like, I'm sorry I forced you to look at my penis. Yeah, like like the <laughs> the, the words that I'm the words I'm sorry never actually came out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that Oof. you yuck. Oof. Gross. Yeah. So Beth so back a good, good place. <laughs> are are we still on that? I thought I thought I know, we're, no, we're I good. Know. Okay. We can move on. This we can move on. Consciousness it's fine. Kristen Bell is a national treasure. That's all she, I'm she really is. And Everybody on that well. show is is absolutely fantastic. And you know what? Props to uh, Janice. Uh, well, Janice is great. She's probably actually the best actress <laughs> on the seen entire the show. Episode? Yeah, yeah we're, yeah. we're up to date. I, I don't want to spoil it, but... No, it's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not current. I've only uh, seen the two episodes. No, actually... Um, what's his name? Fucking idiot. Oh, Jason. I don't know his real name. Technically, Jason is the most admirable person on the show because I think it's harder to display that That level level. of idiocy than anything else on the show. As someone that's a professional idiot. Right. Because if you met met that actor in person, you would be shocked that he wasn't an idiot like that. Yeah. Whereas everybody else on the show, you'd be like, oh, it's Ted Danson. You're yeah. a sweet guy. And it's, you know, it's not surprising that you could play a, a, a demon yeah. learning to be human. Kristen Bell, it's not surprising that you could you'd play a selfish asshole. Right. But like, that guy is the embodiment Imagine of meeting the actor and he's like, Hey, it's really nice to meet you. I'm, I'm super excited to be on television. It's really, it's really a, a, a delight to me how well received the good place is. How fucking shocked would you be to hear him speaking? I would have to ask him to repeat it so I could record it, right? And show it to everyone right. I know. Can you please speak at Jason's? He's like. Literally the best actor of the whole year. Yeah. Unless yeah. he's actually like that. Unless he really <laughs> loves the Jackson <laughs> Jaguars. And, right, right, right. And who does? And nobody. But People it's also got, it's got great cameos from uh, Adam Scott's great in it, Jason yes. Van Zucas, oh, yes, yes, as yes, Janet's yes. boyfriend Derek was great. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I mean, Maya really, Rudolph was fantastic. Yeah. They know they know exactly what they're doing. They're very smart about it. They know how to use Every person that comes onto the show, they uh, I can't I, I don't know the actor's name and I hate that I don't, but the uh, the main kind of like judge guy that's that's the antagonist yes. this season. Oh yeah, Sean. Uh, he's he showed man, 
that guy has been in lots of stuff at yeah. this point, and I hate that I don't know his name. I feel like he came from Upright Citizen. Uh, yeah, I Citizen think they all came from, the, sim, from a similar because it's he plays the uh, chief's husband on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, really? Uh, and I think he's shown up on Parks and Rec. So Michael Shore. Yeah, he's been, yeah, he's been on Parks and Rec. He's, so it's the team from Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine, and they're doing every the time place. that guy shows up. I'm just like, oh, good, so this good. is great. Yeah, something's about. They know what they're doing with their assets. One of the most amazing fight sequences from a woman dressed like June Cleaver <laughs> you'll ever see uh, is at the end. So I'm just going to jump in <laughs> and uh, echo what Beth said. Okay, Wait, back to good place. Because that was going to be my favorite. Okay, that's, okay. That's mine. I mean, I know it didn't come out in 2018. I'm really bad. Well, no, 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 no. This is, but that, this is yeah, anything it. that was airing yeah. Yeah. Sort of currently like in 2018. watching Psych for the 8 millionth time. Uh, you and your fucking pineapples. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you know, that's right. <laughs> you guys don't get any of those jokes unless you've seen Psych. Um, no, I, and I haven't. But uh, I, do love, pine- there's a pineapple. I do love Dulé Hill. There's a pineapple in every episode of Psych. Yeah. And, uh, so well, they actually had, they actually had like an online contest at one point, right? Uh, about find the pineapple in the episode yeah, and yeah. you get a trip to something. USA ran something for the new movie that came out where it was, you could just record yourself tossing a pineapple and they looped them together so it looked like <laughs> there were people from all over the country tossing one pineapple oh, to nice. each other. So it just looked like this never ending pineapple toss from coast to coast. I like Psych. I don't love Psych. Oh, it's the only episode show. I ever saw was the Twin Peaks one they did. Of yeah, course. yeah, really good. Um, the the one with the Battlestar Galactica helmet stands out. To me. Yes, with Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, yes. Which I love Freddie Prince Jr. Oh my god! Yeah. Like he wrote for WWE. Yeah. He was a major character in the Star Wars franchise. Yep. yep. Uh, he was Fred in the Scooby Doo movies, which are fucking great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Written by James Gunn, oh, by yeah, the yeah. way. That's yeah. why they're great. Like. Yeah. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, and he was great. I mean, he shows up in sight, I think, twice, and he's uh, hilarious both times. Um, and, yeah, so mostly I just binge-watch Psych over and over. Jen and I love that show. It's literally my favorite show of all time ever. Um, and it's absurd how much... I, I watch it more than I watch Saved by the Bell, and if you know me, that's a lot. Whoa! Uh, I know. Man, I've watched a lot of Saved by the Bell. Zach's going to fight you. Uh, he'll try. Uh, so, Good Place, you agree but good with place, Beth? Good Place, I agree with Beth. Good Place is the... Um, Jen and I are always watching something while we eat dinner. Sure. Good place we refuse to be eating while we're like this. That's you a show you we want to pay attention yeah, to. Yeah. We want to see what's going on. Which it's is something. an interesting thing over the last few years. There's some shows that you just put on yep. and they're they're on. Yeah. And you laugh every once in a while or, or pay attention every once in a while and you're it's like, like, Oh CW yeah, shows, CW shows for me. It, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, totally. The, the gifted totally. for me. I just the gifted yeah. can be Oh on. no, see the gift for me the gifted is one that I sit down and I watch. I like yeah. it, but it just you it's, know to me can't hold me for an hour. Oh or shit. supernatural is like that with me. Yeah, supernatural yeah. is yeah. one that you just I like, love it, but you know yeah, it, the gifted is my favorite adaptation of Marvel's Mutants ever. I am several episodes Fucking behind. Love it. Oh, I love it. Well, it's, no, if, if 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 it didn't get you, it didn't get you. That's fine. No, I got. I, I watched all the first season. I've watched the first several episodes of the second season. I just kind of. I think behind, it, and it's not one of those that just grabbed me to where it's. Oh, oh God! See, I have it, to see it. It got me. It 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 to me. It captured those Chris Claremont X Men that I was reading when I was a kid. But that's not the point. Yeah. The point is. 
like there are different levels of good television now. Mm-hmm. There's television that's really good to just put on and, and kind of have in the background, yeah. and then there's television that you have to sit down and like, oh wow, what what is happening? I, I, yeah, I need to absorb, and that's part of the reason why I'm behind on so many shows because there are so many shows that they are like appointment viewing. Yes, like I'm yes. not up to date on Stranger Things because when it came out, I was in, I was constantly on my laptop, and I was like. I need to put the laptop down. Right, this. it's easy to throw on a show when you know you've got stuff to catch up on. Exactly. You got to do some stuff for a website yeah. or whatever. But when it's a show that you know you want to sit there and really take in, yeah. like you got to make time for that. Yeah, and that's that's a different level of watching. Yeah, and I will say I'm going to sneak in another honorable mention. I would say the Goldbergs. It's probably my second favorite. And it's I an entertaining it. show. I hate it. Really? I hate oh, it. I've never seen it. I mostly love watching it because it's spot the cool 80s random shit. Uh, and then they had a rat episode this year. And that's... And, and, and when I say and I hate it... that's all it takes for you. <laughs> yes. That's well, all when I say I hate it, I know most people love it and, like, get what it's doing. Yeah. I watched the Freddy Krueger episode. Yep. And hated... Every second of it. <laughs> because to me, everything about it... I just saw the it, ad for the Freddy Krueger episode, and I was like, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Well, you, you, you were smarter than me. I mean, no, it doesn't matter, though. I love but Freddy Krueger. it doesn't Kruger. matter. I mean, no. you should. Like, I, it's Robert Englund. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, fuck, he's Freddy again. Yeah. And I sat, and I watched it, and I was like, I fucking wish he hadn't done this, because this is embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's... To me, it's it's the same. Look, the Goldbergs is way better than Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, God, yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same level of of like the fact that the guy who runs the show is very well versed in all the stuff that he's exploiting to get his show watched. Yeah, doesn't. Do it for me. Yeah, and I can understand. I mean, and, it's a it's a nostalgia trick. And I'm, I'm sure me show. and the showrunner could sit down and have a beer and have a great fucking time. Yeah, yeah. But like, I just I, I uh, oh. what I like and where I would draw the distinction. I stopped watching Big Bang Theory because at some point it stopped being about the geeks being in on the joke. At least for me, as I was watching it, I was like, I feel like they've just become the joke again. And instead of being in on the joke and it being smart, it was. No, they are the joke, and now it's just laughing at nerds again. I'm like, well, that's every fucking show. Yeah. So yeah. I tapped out on it. Well, it was like that one and How I Met Your Mother. Like, the first couple seasons, like, I was like, oh, I kind of like these. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it just became like a parody of itself. You're just yeah. like, this is the Nickelback of TV. Right. Like, what the hell <laughs> yeah. is this? Like, exactly. This is just, yeah, I don't know. And it may have also been like, I got tired of people going, oh, do you watch The Big Bang Theory? You no, like superheroes? I'm up. like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about The Walking Dead. The, 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 oh, you like scary things. You must love The Walking Dead. I the Big Bang Theory the is the blackfish for nerds. I agree. It's yeah. like so nerd minstrel. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the entire point of it is to laugh at rather than with. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. bothers the it's, shit out of me. It's making fun of the quirks and and, and the issues, but moving on moving to on, yeah. great television, yeah. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, I have a really odd one, um, but uh, there's an anime show called My Hero Academia, and I am obsessed with it. Like, Your enthusiasm for this show has made me want to watch it's this show. Really, good. and I'm not I like, like you hate anime. Uh, well, 
I don't hate it. There's certain things that That's I like. Right. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, Lolita. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Ghost in the Shell. Like yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There's certain ones that got me. Yeah. But overall, as a style of animation, I'm not a fan. It's not my favorite thing. But... So what you're saying is you're a weeaboo. The stuff yeah, that I don't even know what that means, actually. The stuff that you've said about My Hero Academia, yeah. it's been like, man, I need to check it out. It's really cool. It's like, it's this world where, you know, it's like, some like 80% of everybody has some sort of superpower or ability of some sort. But it can be anything from like, you know, like, uh, controlling metal like Magneto or just like lighting a match off your finger. You know, like, it can be like the most minor thing or it can be some awesome thing. And it could be like my toenails grow really long. Yeah, like you could like, some, and, yeah, exactly. Or it's like I grow bananas out of my hands or something, you know. Uh, but like, yeah, I banana hands. That would be my power. I yeah. grow bananas out of my hands. Banana hands. You better be hungry. Real. I love bananas. Yeah, you but know what to do with your hands. And it's it's really good. It's a really interesting show. It, it reminds me of like a little bit of little touch of the X Men, uh, but it's just cool seeing like all these like really unique powers that you're like every power has been done, every superpower has been done, yeah, yeah. And then you see all these characters, and you're like, I never thought of that. Like that's fucking weird, but like cool. Can I tell you the the superpower? Because I've had conversations in the past over dumb superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite dumb superpower is the power of flight, but. You only fly five feet off the ground, and you have to flap your arms like crazy. See, uh, see mine is the power to telepathically communicate with corn. Because <laughs> corn doesn't have much to say. Uh, there's been several times when, when we've been watching it, and I'm like, wait a minute, what is that guy's power? Like, yeah, and I'm like, uh, he grows why? giant grapes out of his head, and they stick to things. Like, oh that's my a God. weird thing. This guy grows basically giant grape spitballs. They're basically on his head. fucking tumors. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. rips them out of his head and he can stick to things. And I'm like, yeah, it makes it's, sense. Terry yeah. Ter- Ter- and I always said if we got superpowers, we'd end up getting screwed with one of those kind of superpowers. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'd have the ability to fold socks with my mind. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That would be great. Yeah. 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 My, my friends and I, I like, is like dumb 20 somethings conceived an entire show that we actually pitched to Adult Swim. Called the Super Mega Ultra Fantastic Force Five Thousand oh, so Team. So you wanted to work really hard for no money? Yes. Uh, we're like we all had terrible superhero powers, which that's where the like power to telepathically communicate with corn came from. That was my superhero power that I came up with for my character. <laughs> but it, like, uh, like uh, my friend Jeremiah's was like really bendy thumb. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Dave was like, if he stood really still and concentrated, he could make his right hand turn blue. <laughs> it's just like stupid shit like that. And uh, but like the kicker was our friend Bob's superpower was that he could always show up at the right time with a gun to shoot the supervillain. That's pretty useful. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that was the only. So you're a team. Yeah, but you're only a team because you're friends. Yeah, and Bob is the only useful person. Yeah, like, yeah. He, like oh, we, man. I'd watch that. That's pretty good. We yeah. watched you that. You know, like we thought it was a great idea. And you're just like, <coughs> like the the people at Adult Swim were just like, how do we make this like lame and unwatchable? <laughs> and I'm just like, I've seen Super Jail. Right look at your other program. And if like, you've watched, yeah, if you've watched anything that's recently premiered on Adult Swim, yeah. you know that's I'm their just goal. Like, 
I've seen Super Jail. This conversation is over. <laughs> I, will, I will take my talents to South Beach. Oh, like they appreciate it. Oh, God, I hated Super Jail. Oh, that really? was like, like, that was like the beginning of the end. Like, when Adult Swim was great for me was like Aqua Teen Hunger Force and yeah, C yeah. Lab Twenty Twenty One. Yeah, yeah. and like the second great. wave of shows after that is when it immediately started to go down. Can I tell you where Adult Swim completely lost me? Yeah, and it's ridiculous. This is where they lost me. Is when, uh, oh man, what was it called? Mole Man, the Mole Man. Oh yeah, Mole Man that. Chronicles. I loved that show. Yeah, but they kept changing when it was on and this was pre-DVR so you couldn't just put a show in and expect it to record at the right time I fucking loved that show and I could never catch it and they're just like ah you can't watch it yeah they're like oh it's gonna come on at 1237 next Saturday but then it's gonna be on Tuesday at 205 in the morning (laughs) I felt like they did the same thing with Frisky Dingo because like I really liked that oh they 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 have like I'm convinced. From oh no! Like, wait, Frisky Dingo was in the one. Um, was the one. Frisky Dingo was the one with Killface. Fr- yeah, Frisky yeah. Dingo was the one with Killface. But from, what's the one? Angel. It's animated, and it's like he's got like one giant wing. It's this show. There's a meme for this show I that says. Noticed. You know you're up too late when this motherfucker's on TV. Oh, fuck. That show was terrible. Yeah. I cannot remember what it was called. It's the worst. Having been in a room pitching a show, I'm convinced, like, like, they, like, it's just a random dart board that, like, people that are high throw darts at. Yeah, yeah. They can solve manatees. Like, like felt. Well, it's not and, that like, bad. Paper, it's not, paper it's not Family Guy bad. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. We got to keep going. Uh, Nicole, what was your favorite show that was on the air last year? Show streaming, whatever. So um, I don't really watch TV shows um, very much. You have to leave now. So, uh, well, I mean, we. I'm just kidding. We are home a lot, but. Uh, so like I don't actually, you guys actually do stuff. No, so anything. Like, but so, anyways, my my favorite was uh, the haunting of Hill House. Yes, um, I so good. absolutely loved that. Uh, I thought it was so well done. I thought it was the perfect length. Um, I thought that like everybody talks about episode five. Uh, which is amazing. Episode 5. Was that the scary. bent neck lady? Yes. That was the one that creeped me yeah. out. That was the uh, only one that creeped me out. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's a really, really well done, good, scary reveal episode. But... However... However... Oh, I hope you're going to say what I think you're going to say. Episode 6. The episode, obviously, 6 being right after 5. Yes. Um, is one of the best things I have ever seen. It's one of the best shot... Blew my fucking mind. I, like, you know, you call it TV show, but like, it, it's probably got some of the best camera work I've ever seen. Everything about it. it. So, like, there are a couple of, like, incredibly long shots. The uh, opening, like, 15 to 18 minutes, something like phenomenal. that, is all one shot. Yeah, there's this amazing thing but, where the dad comes into the funeral parlor. He, so he comes in, the camera comes in straight with him, the camera then does a circle, 
and dad looks at his his children and he sees them as small children and they're all standing against the wall and the camera circles around and when it comes back around to his point of view he's seeing his children as they are now actually as adults and they're in the same clothing uh, and the same position and all that and if you think about the logistics so as the camera is circling and as they are filming, they had to remove these child actors yes. and put in these adults and get them all perfect and they cannot fuck it up because they're already like seven or eight minutes into the shot. Um, and they, like the, I mean, you can tell that a lot of the, um, the, the lines were kind of ad lib. They stumble over their dialogue yeah. here and there, but it makes it better it makes it more realistic because it's supposed to be like a very emotionally charged episode where they're like yelling at each other and like all this stuff is happening and this family is falling apart so them kind of flubbing and stumbling a little bit just makes it more realistic i thought that it was one of the best things i've ever seen it was so damn and another good. another case of non-annoying children that show could have been yeah. terrible if those kids did not be good they were so good they the entire cast of that show was phenomenal. Uh, the writing was great, uh, but it was one of those where I was like, the camera work and the shots that they had just blew my mind in that show. The first, that episode, something like the first 21 minutes are intended to look like one camera shot. Oh, yeah. But the first... I think 13 are legit one camera shot, and then they kind of faked it out. Like yeah, once, they go into the dark. Once Henry bit, yeah. Thomas goes down the hallway and goes into the to the house, mm-hmm. like that's when it actually, like obviously they had yeah. to do some editing on that. But the conversations when the family is all like the in the funeral home, yeah, that's all even, legit. Imagine one yeah. fucking camera, and I actually stood up. After like ten minutes, we're we're sitting there watching it, and I actually stood up and I was like, "This is all one fucking shot." Yeah, like, I, I was blown <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah. we didn't really know much. I mean, we knew kind of had a general idea, but I didn't know that I was about to see, right? You know, this this yeah. kind of thing, and we're watching the same thing. We were both. Like, I was this expecting just a ghost show. Yeah. They hadn't done anything yeah. like that. No. They had, it, it so hadn't. Um, it hadn't really. It was a very well done show. Yeah. All the character work was great, and it was very competently shot, but it hadn't led you to believe there would be anything that was like auteur level stuff. Oh, yeah. That was going to happen. So, it was that incredible. sixth episode, yeah. like, just a few minutes in, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah. And they keep moving from character to character. Yeah, it took me about and there are no cuts. Yeah. There were so... no cuts at all. Everything's just moving. Everybody's delivering this dialogue. The and the drama in that episode. Imagine I... being the one asshole, though, that just completely, like, sorry, I forgot my lines. It's like we've been recording for 12 minutes. <laughs> 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 we've got to reset everything. Like, that would suck. Just, but even if you're not all. aware of how things are filmed, of how television works, 
I think it would have sucked you in. Like, I think even people who were just watching it just to watch it were probably on the edge of their seats. Oh, yeah. Just like... Knowing they're seeing yeah. something special. Because it, it was yeah. relentless. It, was it never ended. This family sharing their emotions, finally getting together after all these years of resentment and of misunderstanding and of, like, that was the other thing. Like, Haunting of Hell House not only provided, like, a lot of spooky stuff, because, look, all those ghosts just hanging out in the background. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah, so good. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. And then on top and of there's that, there's several I missed because I went back. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. You don't catch like, them under all. the there's staircases. No way. Yeah. 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 So there's there's that sort of ongoing horror, but then beyond that, there are actual scares, and then beyond that, even if you remove all of the horror there and all the scares, this family, family drama. Right? Yes. Yeah. It, it worked on every single level. And actually, Ryan... Uh, yeah, it could just be called, like, like, fucked up family house. <laughs> and you'd be like, whoa, this, this show's crazy. No they, ghosts. They wouldn't even need ghosts. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't yeah. be as popular as Fuller yeah. House. Oh, but yeah. Still fucked up family house is not going to be that. I think that you had, like, read something or, or talked to somebody who was saying that, like, each of the children represented, like, one of the five stages of grief. Which yeah. um, oh, huh. I don't know if yeah. it adds up perfectly, but it's pretty darn accurate. You know, like the um, anger, denial, yeah, anger, denial, bargaining, yeah. acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Um, There's one more. Which yes, anger, denial, bargaining, acceptance, and I'm supposed to know this. Um, yeah, depression or something like that. Yeah, but, no. Yeah. When we were reading, um, when it, I was reading that, it it was matching. It all lines. Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's yeah. Um, you know, yeah, the characters sure. were really well done, really fleshed out. Um, and like that was on my list. Simultaneously, stuff. really likable and unlikable. You know, they're very human. I think is what it is, yeah. and well, very imperfect. And you can yeah. relate to them. If a character is well done, even if they're unlikable, even if they're a douche, like the uh, the, I brother, mean, the, the well, brother. No, the, the, even the sister that owned the funeral. Oh, home. yeah, but, yeah. but you, like, like she's a bitch, but you get why. Right. Yeah, yeah. Within yeah. the so context much. of the show, you're like, man, she's kind of a dick, but. When you learn her story, you're yeah. like, man, I get it. Yeah. 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 You know, it's just all of them dealing with this, like, horrible uh, situation that they're put in, in in their own way. And then also throwing in this crazy, you know, and ghost, seeing, supernatural... And time shit. travel kind of stuff. And now... <laughs> yeah. Having, having said, I think it's beautifully shot, it's beautifully written, I felt like that thing shit the bed in the last episode. Really? Really? I, yeah. I liked it. I was like, I, it, it, it drug on for me a little bit in that red room thing. I was just like, okay, let's. I, I there there just, was a couple of things in like the the last episode that were a little that took me out of it a little bit, but I think the fact that I, we watched I it like it. pretty much all. In why a row. couldn't they just? Why couldn't they just say, "Dad died." Like, why? Because yeah. it's going to come up at some point. Somebody's yeah. going to Like, somebody's going to realize, wait a minute. Where is it? dad? Like, that, that was, there was a lot of, at the end, I felt it got a little convoluted. Um, and and it just, the, the payoff to me didn't live up to the awesome stuff we've been watching for the past ten episodes. I will say there's, like, a lot of things with, like, supernatural stuff and stuff like that, uh, where you're like watching it and, and the way it ends, you know, it doesn't really explain anything. And sometimes that's okay. And there's a lot of questions. 
But, like, I want to at least understand that, like, the writer, like, knew what right, this right, is right, about. Right. And, like, that, yeah, the way it ended, I'm like, wait, so was this, did this happen? Like, or is this all in their head? It, like, it felt but like... But it felt like they, the writer didn't even know. It felt like, like the yeah. writer wasn't even sure, like, was this... What kind of story am I telling? Was this, the, yeah. was this some kind of weird demon? Was this ghost? Like, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Like, I felt that way a little bit about the end. Like, I, I enjoyed it, but, like, I did feel like I was like, you know, I, I could have definitely used a more clear, either a more clear understanding or, like, they, they should have, like... Or more vague. Or more vague, yeah. yeah. It was, like, yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, I, I felt like they didn't stick the landing. Yeah, but that's still, I mean, you know... But it was still awesome. We only yeah, watched, like, was, six so well series done. this year, probably, so that was <laughs> one of them. That, yeah. Yeah. So, my favorite show, and, look, I'm not saying that it's, like masterpiece of television and it's the something that should be like renowned through the ages and submitted to the library uh, the library of congress if he says for, walking dead i'm leaving oh yeah. not fucking saying I'm walking here. dead that shows garbage hey, ass but you get his baseball bat no jesus christ gotham is oh. the show that was my number 2 yeah. gotham is the show <laughs> I love that it. every single week i can't wait to see it, it fucking rules Every actor on that show is 100% invested in what they're doing. And as wacky as that show gets, as crazy as it gets, it has created the world where the wackiness and craziness all works. It's like I said before about setting a tone. Everything that happens in Gotham fits within the tone of Gotham. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. where I felt like the it problems were with the first season is they, they weren't going wacky. Yeah, they didn't know, they they didn't know quite what they enough. were doing. Yeah. They yeah. were trying... I feel like in the first season, they were like, we can't get too crazy because there's a certain amount of continuity that fans are going to expect. Yep. We can't go too far outside the lines. And then the second season, they were like, fuck, fuck it! it. Like, fuck don't, it. don't care anymore. All bets are off. Continuity and Since then, it has been the most entertaining, compelling, crazy shit on television. And they'll do storylines that on any other TV show would have been like three episodes, six episodes of like, oh, what's going to happen here? What is, is this person a villain? Are they a good guy? Gotham will do that shit in ten minutes. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They'll throw out some new antagonist and be like, oh, here's our crazy new mystery antagonist. Ten minutes later, it's like, bam, they're dead. Yeah. Fuck it, bitches. <laughs> Gotham is crazy. It's gonzo television. No, they don't yeah. give a shit. And like, no. they, they tell several, like, several storylines that happened way after Batman was Batman. One episode of Gotham could be one season of any <laughs> other television Yes, show. absolutely. Because they told the whole... They, yes, they're, they're, they're so into it. Yeah. The guy that plays the penguin is the greatest Robin, actor to ever Robin on the fucking Taylor. planet. Yeah. Like he is well, so and he gets better every day. It's essentially so, his he's show. Like, it's like he yeah. he has somehow trained himself to perspire. <laughs> and I'm like, he's, he's so You're right. he's always moist, yeah. and I mean, I yeah, know yeah, it has yeah. an effect and whatever, but it's just he's so fucking good. But it's because, and that's what it is. Yeah, he's so good. He has taken that character and absolutely embraced it 100 percent to the point has where the most interesting Batman villain ever. Anything that he does, you 
buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it doesn't necessarily line up with the story that they've been telling, you just buy it because Robin Robin Lord Taylor has taken that character and just inhabited it in a way that nobody else has done. And that whole thing, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody that's not all caught up, but that whole, like, Butch storyline, when oh, it finally pays off. Oh, my gosh. That was great. All that shit. When that, I, I was literally like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, stop. Push goddamn pause. What? <laughs> like, oh, there oh was several God. times we watched that. Delivers. Delivers that kind of moment yes. several times a season. Yeah, yeah. several times an episode yeah. sometimes. Look, Fish Mooney alone oh provides gosh. like so 20. Yeah. Fish motherfucking Mooney <sighs> provides like 20. I, did that just happen? Yeah. Moments. There are several times where we're watching it and we pause it and we both look at each other and it's like, what in the fuck is yeah. happening on yeah. this show? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. This makes no sense. They can't. There's no way this can continue, and it does. It does. And it just yeah. gets well, better and better. And everybody, better. everybody dies at yeah. some point or another. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they come back. Death means oh, nothing in that show. The Penguin and the Riddler need to stay the fuck away from the docks. Okay. <laughs> it's like every other episode. They Why do they keep the going to the docks? <laughs> <laughs> just stay Maybe away from the water. Time it'll be different. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's like uh, do you play the Riddler? Uh, yeah, uh, Penguin. Uh, Jerome, like all these guys are incredible, and they're like the best interpretations of these characters. Yes. And then you've got Donald Logue as Bullock, oh, who oh, is amazing. In a weird way, he's like the backbone of the show because you've yeah. got yes. you've got Jim Gordon, yeah, who just straight up murders people <laughs> yeah. all the time, bangs chicks and murders people, no problem. He's awesome, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah no issues at all. Yeah. Donald Logue is weirdly the the like he's spiritual the center anchor. of the show. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got what impresses me so much: Barbara Gordon. Yeah. First season, horrible. You want her off yeah. the show? Yeah, really, really. And yeah. then she becomes the best character She's on the awesome. whole show yeah, she's because, because they said, "Ah, fuck it." Well, she's yeah, she's not Barbara Gordon. She's Barbara, whatever her last, yeah, yeah. whatever her crazy ass last name I is. I don't even remember. Uh, Doesn't matter. She's got crazy hair now. She turns around yeah. and you're like. Is she going to become Harley Quinn? Is she going to become Rachel Ghoul? Is she going to, like... For a second, but, I thought she was going to be Livewire. Yes! <laughs> yeah, we thought she was going to be Livewire. Right, right, right. Yeah. The last season. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But she's fucking phenomenal. She's just this awesome character they created. Yes. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. A lot of, I mean, a lot of the show is just, like, them just being wild characters. And, like, maybe they have the same name as the comic book equivalent, but they go crazy. But they're going to have a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. Let's just talk for a moment about Hugo Strange on that show. He's awesome. He's so, so good. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name right now, but B. from Oz. I don't From Oz, the mad scientist he's from Jurassic Park. He's great. He was yeah. in one of the cop shows. Does. CSI? Uh, um, yeah, you're right. He yeah. was. He was on one of the CSI. Was he, on the, he wasn't on The Shield, was he? I don't know. I don't but anyway, Biddy Wong, fucking gift from God. Yes. And he's got the voice just down. Like, it's perfect. The he does, he's great, but then you see him as Hugo Strange, and you're like, you hear that casting at first, and you're like, I was like, what? Biddy yeah. Wong is Hugo Strange? Like, oh, on Oz. Yeah. On Oz, he was the priest. Yeah, that's, oh, God, that's what that show. that's oh, what shit. I know him best from. Oz is like, and I'm like, so fucking how is Oz is phenomenal? Yeah. 
But, like, how is the priest from Oz going to be Hugo Strange? And then you see him and you're like, he's fucking crazy. Yes. He's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, he's uh, so, so I love the Gotham is my pick. Not not for, like, just for every single week that it's on, giving me the most fun of any TV show yeah. that comes I look out. forward to it. I love that show. And I'm sad that's ending. Well, you know what, though? I'm sad, I'm, but... I feel like it's gonna go out like, just as fucking crazy. I, I, as what are you? It's going out. I know. Yeah. Like, I, fucking. Like, I full slot. disclosure, I haven't watched any one episode, episode one of Gotham, but like, I almost like wish things just don't overstay their welcome. Yes. Like, yeah. I have. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I am like knows. the only person yeah. I know who like fully maintains. I am like so happy that Firefly. No, no, you're not the around. only person you know. I agree with you 100. Yeah, like, yeah. like one season, one movie, and it's perfect. Yeah, like because like here's the thing is because you can like go back and think about that season and that movie and like your your imagination can continue the story and it'll be entertaining to you. Or you can read the comics. Or not. I've or tried. not. I'm not. I've tried. Yeah, I've tried. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm one of the graphic novels. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like the, 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 the point is, like, like, not everything has to be explained ad infinitum. And, like, and like honestly, that's kind of, like, my problem with a lot of, like, Star Wars shit. Is like, there's just too much of it at this point. I completely agree. Like, I think there's, like, especially you can give something way too much backstory yeah. and fuck it all up. Um, that's why I don't like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, like, I don't like things having too much backstory. What? Especially like, after they, they are established in the right. world, and then you go back well, like, and try to the, get the backstory. It's the thing about, to it. The thing yeah, about Rob Zombie is that it's like, it's a Halloween fanboy no, going no, back no. and making Halloween movies. And like, he's just, you can tell, and like, I respect this on a certain level, not as like an exercise in filmmaking, but like, I respect like, where he says, like, wouldn't it be cool if, like, we knew all this shit about Michael Myers and, like, what his motivations and, like, backstory? No, no. And, no like, it wouldn't be. And it's, it's like, cooler if you it's, don't know. It's that. cooler to, like, speculate but about see, that in the abstract, but it's not cool to make it a concrete thing. I look yeah. at that I think it as a completely separate thing. Yeah, but you, like, enjoy, you like things. I enjoy the Ooh, original bird. Halloween <laughs> movies as a completely separate thing. Rob's, Rob Zombie's Halloween is not meant to be part of John Carpenter's Halloween. Unlike 2018 it's, Halloween, which ruled. Yeah, which and that was, was on my awesome. list. Yeah, 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 it was on my I, list. I, I, haven't, yeah. I still haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's incredible. It's bad. Jamie Lee it's, Curtis is my favorite person. Yeah, no, like, the, to me, it's like, Rob amazing. Zombie's movies aren't canon. Unlike... No, they're not. Well, Vin, but, unlike but it's Vincent not to Dinoff, you. And it's unlike to Vincent, Rob Zombie, they're sure, not canon. But it's not even that they're not canon. Unlike I, Vincent D'Onofrio's portrayal of Thor in Adventures in Babysitting, which is definitely stop. canon. Just stop. I think uh, you can't like, pretend in, like it doesn't exist once you've seen it. You can't say, well, it's not canon, but it's in my head but now. But in the universe that he created, I think it takes away from the, the lore that he's trying to, you know, like if we're saying he's not canon, he made his own movie, yada, yada, yada. Like he's still watered down his own villain. By making that backstory, I don't like Michael Myers, and the shape is scary. 
because there's no reason why he's evil. He is just evil. Yeah. You know, like we've got a million villains out there that had a fucked up childhood and got bullied and beat up and yada 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 and this is what they did and they're sympathetic and that's cool, but Michael With Myers, Michael Myers is just different. he's the fucking boogeyman. Well, this yeah. is a completely exactly. this is a completely <laughs> different episode that we're obviously going to have to do in the future to hash this out. Kind of that, next um, October. <laughs> next October. But we're going to take a break right now uh, to hear from our friends at Theme Park Alchemy because I'm sure they're going to send me a spot. Oh, I heard to put into this episode. ASAP. They're, yeah. they're right. We should probably, yeah. we should probably that, get that spot. Like, is people. They're fine, but as far as people that make good smells, they're fucking great. So we're gonna take a quick we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back in just a minute. to say like I didn't want to make a list of what's your favorite comic book what's your favorite book what's your favorite radio show what's your favorite shoe because everybody has different like there's the, we're, we're starting it's, to get it's all birds BTW <laughs> we're, like, uh, we're starting to get to a point where it, made it, out of it, it, uh, movies and TV are very easy to qualify yeah. but then we break down into other things so now I want to talk about one kind of like personal pick Whatever it is, comic book, uh, uh, book, uh, album, whatever the case may be. I, you know, even talking about music, I bought like two albums last year. Like we're all. I we're, looked at that. I was like, oh wait, I'm old. I don't get into music you know, anymore. Right. <laughs> I, exactly. I, have a, I have a Spotify account. Yeah, yeah. That, which I mostly use like, to mine listen. Is packed with music from the '90s, though. Yeah, no, like I yeah. mostly use it to listen to old rap while I like work out on my like uh, like. Machine? That's. I think I bought one album that came out in 2018. So that's. It's a tough was thing. It, was so it now, Ghost? Yeah. yeah, it was Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. there's at least three of us, maybe four. It was prequely. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I did not album? buy the Ghost album. Uh, I, and it's fantastic. And if I had to pick a favorite album, uh, that would be it. I'm sorry. Return Planet Wolfton was fucking incredible. Thank you. Yeah. But prequely. Yeah. I listened yeah. to it a lot. I also just recently. Complete side note, I was like Googling us and I found somebody selling Return to Wolf Time from Australia for like 30 bucks. I was like, nice! Yeah. Nice! nice. Well you done. That? That was, nice. No, that was some asshole selling our shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go around now and uh, just uh, any favorite thing of 2018 that you feel is noteworthy. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Sean. Uh, so the number one uh, non movie. TV show thing that I that I immediately thought of is Power Rangers Shattered Grid. Oh, okay. I've been reading a lot about that. Uh, it's not my thing, obviously, right? But like, Looks it's cool. almost in, if you're into nerd media, it's inescapable. They, it, what it is is the best I can figure from reading about it. It's it's kids, you know, comic book writers today, but they grew up on Power Rangers. Said, you know what, the coolest Power Rangers story to date, in spite of Jason David Frank as a person, <laughs> is still. <laughs> The Green with Evil saga, where yeah. they introduced the Green Ranger. He originally right worked for uh, Rita. Rita. Created him. He was sent to infiltrate. And it was like, oh shit, the Power Rangers fighting one of their own. Like when that came out, it was the, the most exciting thing I ever saw on TV when I was 
seven. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and it was for me, and I was in college. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was really into it. Sean's man. old, and uh, and you know, well, that's that Sean's what, not old. Ryan's young. Right. Yeah. 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 Ryan yeah. is the target demographic. Yeah. For I was Rangers. supposed to be into it. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was far outside. You, you were, your your, your yeah. development was just stunted. It's yes. Okay. Uh, well, no, I just love all, of, all of us. Yeah, really. that's true. This is a room full of rest of development. I don't know. My dad's like pretty nerdy and into stuff like that, but he watched Power Rangers and be like, this is fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, he'd try to get into stuff with me and a lot of stuff he would, but that was like one thing he's like, no. (laughs) That's kind of how I am with, with my son. It's like, you know, we, we watch a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. But every once in a while, there'll be something where it's just like, I, no, I can't oh, find well, Sorry. I can't find When I lived with my nephew for, like, a couple months, like, he would watch, like, YouTube videos, and I'm just like, what the fuck? What is Smosh? What am, what am I watching? What? <laughs> YouTube. Why is, why is this happening? Why is this a thing? YouTube is the worst. Yeah. And that's well, where like, all the kids. Yeah, yeah. All the kids. Like, here's the thing. is like I understand it because like there are things that I watch. Like I watch like high-end PC build YouTube videos and like tech reviews of phones. But that makes sense. And do- well, it makes sense to me because I'm an old piece of shit. But like... <laughs> Whatever, like, I understand, like, I am not the target demographic. It's fine. Like, I, I got over it, and it's not bugging me anymore. But, like, yeah, like, I'm just, like, dumb shit, like, to me, dumb shit, like, Smosh, I'm just, like, I don't, I don't get I, it. I don't know. Or, or, yeah, or, or, or watching, saying, watching videos of watching someone play, play a video, video game. game. That drives me what? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like, play the, play the game. goddamn game. But yeah. that's what they watch, man. Some, like, all okay, of them. so, yeah. like, all sometimes I will watch, like, when, like, a new, like, league goes live on Path of Exile or Season on Diablo 3. I'll watch some of my favorite streamers while I'm working and can't be playing. Yeah. Like, I'll have it open in, like, a browser tab. But, like... I do not have favorite streamers. Hey, you know what? Like, maybe your commitment to nerddom is not as, like... As intense as mine, Mr. has a a basement full of toys. (laughs) It's just in different areas. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. So. So, Shattered Grid... Oh yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, well, no, so I want to read this. It sounds yeah, really so cool. the writers basically said, "Well, Green with Evil was awesome. Kids loved it. What if we did a more serious <laughs> version and cranked it to 11? <laughs> so they took, you know, it's Crisis on Infinite Earths mashed into Power Rangers. Is basically what they did. So there's an alternate Earth where Tommy never comes back. Tommy's from, the Green Ranger. He's the Green Ranger. He never became good. He never became good." And just goes up a whole other level and becomes a new character named Lord Draken. And it's Because like, Lord is like the ultimate expression of evil in ex- Power Rangers. Exactly. So he ends up taking over the world and then decides he's going to take over badass, all the alternate universes as well. And so then it becomes the Shattered Grid. It's like, it's like Crisis on Infinite Earths. I said Infinite Crisis before. I mean Crisis on Infinite Earths. And so Power Rangers from all these different universes and all these different types of Power Rangers from all the 25 years of Power Rangers we've had all start kind of merging and combining and fighting together and they ended up telling a really compelling and interesting story. That's what I've heard. Yeah, and it's a really well-written read. Like, it's a good read. You can pick it up even as an adult that just likes comics and be like, this is actually a really good, this is a really interesting story. 
and they treated the subject matter like, well, let's treat this as not some weird-ass kid show. There are, you know, there's a few different titles, and GoGo Power Rangers is a little more lean sort of. Well, it's, it's Boom, right? It's Boom, yeah. And, uh, like, they're really good about, we recognize that people have been fans of this for 20 years, yep. and they want this level of entertainment, but we also recognize that they're young fans that want this level of entertainment, because they have a lot of licensed stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and they seem stuff. to yeah. be pretty good about knowing right. so how the, to appeal. Go Go Power Rangers as a title will appeal more to a younger audience, right, where right. Morphin is going to appeal more towards the uh, you know the, the audience that grew up with the show yeah, right. and has now been into it for 25 years. Um, they introduced some really interesting new care new characters. Lord Draken is amazing. I spent I bought a membership to Power Morphicon that I did not attend. Oh shit! Specifically because that meant I could get if I bought it at the right level. I could get a Lord Draken figure. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, well, the fucker's going to be a few hundred bucks on eBay afterwards anyway. As so. nerds, we're all familiar with that convention exclusive, yeah. whether it's G.I. Joe or Masters of the Universe yeah. or whatever. So I bought, like, a, they sold a non-attendee yeah, yeah, ticket yeah. to the event. Right. And I was like, it's like we know you're not showing up, but this, but you're buying the you're buying the figure for like yeah. 150. You bucks. really want this fucking whatever? Toy. Right, so right, like, right. All right, that's fine. So I yeah. got the toy, and I ended up getting an autograph from a Blue Ranger that I have no idea who the dude is because <laughs> he's from like a more recent season. And, if, whatever, if, you, and if you don't know who he is, then he's pretty obscure. No, no, it's it's not. It's no, not it's from the current. original cast. It's, it's current. current, and yeah. I have no idea yeah. who these guys are in the current cast. But I was like, well, maybe he'll like your pictures on Instagram. Yeah, because I like the second. Uh, you heard about that, right? No, we we met. Uh, so we're at Days of the Dead, and, and like uh, you know, we were we were talking and stuff. And he's like, "Man, I'm pretty excited. Like, you know, guy who played Rocky on the Power Rangers is going to be here. He's like the second Red Ranger, yeah, not as cool as Austin awesome, Jones." He's like, he's like, you know, like, the, he, like this guy, like, he likes myself on Instagram and stuff. I like his, and he's yeah. like, you know, it's kind of like, like we have like this, you know, we talk. I, I was like, it's cool. Like, like he likes cool. my like, shit. We're, yeah. we're, you know, we're buddies. Like, yeah, it's yeah, Rocky, yeah. You know. So, you know, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. He was going to meet him. And we, like, walk over to his table. There's nobody there. Nobody there. Nobody It's there. a fucking which, horror convention. Which happens a lot at Days of the Dead. Yeah. Also, it's a damn horror it's convention. It's a horror convention. With a pow- one Power Ranger next to the fucking Candyman. And, like, so he didn't yeah, have yeah. any other, like, horror cred. No. No. He was no, just no. the Red he Ranger. Just the, <laughs> the Power Rangers the was movie. This, was this last year? He's the second. Two, two years, 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 years ago. ago. He's he's just, yeah, and he's the second Red Ranger. Sure. He's the one that's in Power Rangers the movie with Ivan Yikes. Yeah. He's the Red Ranger that wasn't the leader. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we go to... We <laughs> there go. were no leaders in that movie. We, oh, God. Especially not the director. Like, that movie sucked. But anyway. So Everyone we, failed us in that movie. Yeah. yeah. You have failed this city. Yeah. So we go to meet this guy, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, he probably knows, he probably fucking knows who Sean is, you know? I'm the fucking Rad Ranger. Yeah, he's the Rad sure, Ranger. Sure. So we're talking to him or whatever, and he's like, he's like, oh, and he's just trying to upsell us on everything. He's like, yeah, I'll just take this. I think you bought something you already had, but you're like, oh, sign this figure. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I got him to sign a Power Rangers the movie figure. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll have a signed one. Yeah, but this, hey, long story short, you know, he's like, ooh, you too late. You can buy the helmet for $900 or whatever. I'm like, I got a helmet. I'm fine. And, and then he's like, uh, 
you know, Sean's like, yeah, you, you know, you actually like a lot of my stuff on Instagram. And he's like, yeah, sometimes I do that just randomly. I'll search Rev Ranger. And he's oh like, my God. yeah, and he's yeah. like, he's like, I just do that to make fans feel better. And so like straight up, yeah, wow. just like, straight up admits he vanity wow. searches the Red Ranger hashtag <laughs> and will like things at random to make just fans to feel make better. fans feel better. He said that to our faces. I was like, you're a Douche. You yeah. don't know how this works, do you? Yeah. Right. The worst. The worst kind and of And it ran to my ass because he's liked like five or six different anything I posted about Red Ranger he had liked. Sean, so, Sean, you're probably like 75% responsible for the Red Ranger hashtag on Instagram. I should be. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Yeah, moving from, from the Red Ranger. But, but I will say, I, yeah. I, cause I, I look at, I, I'm good. very yeah, up right. on comic book sites, yeah. like, uh, I, I know what's going on with comics now, cause I write a fucking post about them every month. Uh, and that Shattered Grid has got a lot of acclaim, like, oh, yeah. not just from Power Rangers fans, but from just comic book people in general. There's certain issues there's, there's, uh, there's a, there's a couple. If there's not, there will be. There yeah. will be soon of the full trade that's all just Shattered Grid. Oh, they'll sell it as an omnibus and it'll be hardcover and it'll be like 150 bucks. Uh, well, in volume one, <laughs> the volume one of all of the issues leading up to Shattered Grid is completely sold out. You can't get it anywhere. They'll reprint. Uh, that's what I'm waiting for. Who knows what they're I, I, I already talked to Jamie at Infinite Reality. Like, as soon as that one comes out, just grab it for me. Um, and, and they had some polybagged, uh, like, random issues yeah. that would come, like, Red Ranger with a cracked helmet, Green Ranger, and, oh, yeah, and all the different yeah. Rangers. And I've collected, you know, three of the Red Ranger sure. version. Because, like, I gotta have it. And they are all marked up. They've all tripled. That's what we do. From the price. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do. I spent money on that. I've done it. Too. Battle Cougar, Nicole, what was your favorite television slash streaming slash. No, or I'm sorry, no, this is your no, personal no, thing. Yeah, so I've I lost went, track in all the Power Ranger names. <laughs> you got stuck in the shadow. Uh, I went with, you know, making it all about me. Um, nothing wrong with that. We can't have the I, same thing. Yes, because we can't have the same thing. So, my. My number one favorite thing of the year is not what I'm going to talk about. Um, but my other favorite thing of the year is that this is 2018 was the year that uh, my podcast was born. So oh, yeah. um, January Caught Dead 29th, um, I think it was. Uh, yeah, we had the first episode of Caught Dead Watching, which was the Barn of the Blood Llama episode, <laughs> uh, which is still apparently um, everyone's. Favorite, uh, and well, I still—it's it's hard to top. The I Barn still of the communicate Blood Llama. with with Gibby um, sure. from Barn of the Blood Llama on a semi-regular basis. Um, It—I've it, just—I wanted to do my own podcast for a very long time. Um, you know, have always really dug like you know guesting and you know showing up on yours and stuff, and it's so much fun. Um, and like you know, movies particularly. Bad movies, particularly horror movies, like are such a driving obsession in my life. Um, and you know, through like my friendship with Nathan and stuff like that, like you know, when it finally came together. Um, and we've been kind of on a hiatus the last couple months of the year because it's been fucking insane. Um, but we will be back actually at Days of the Dead with a live, the first, uh, and this is a big announcement, um, uh, but I guess this will come out after I officially announce it. Um, the first ever live recorded episode of Caught Dead Watching in front of a live studio audience at Days of the Dead. Um, awesome. On, it's going to be on Friday night. I can't remember what time, but um, maybe 8-ish. Um, Look, if anybody's going to Days of the Dead, they're going to keep up with the schedule. Yeah. They're going to know what's up. So, uh, yeah. 
you know, the devil post about it a lot. We are, we, yeah, I'm sure they'll advertise <laughs> it very well. Um, we, we've been running Jerks. a poll about trauma movies, um, and the winner who is, it, it's going to be Kabuki, Kabuki Man. Man. So we're going to do, we're going to do a live uh, yeah. Kabuki Man episode. I um, win. And I might, I might show up in my Foxy Toxy costume if time allows. I think, I mean, you think you should, but <laughs> here's the thing. I did not vote for Sergeant Kabuki Man. I did. Just I did because, Ooh, yeah. just because one of the Needless Commentary team dressed up as Sergeant Kabuki Man mm-hmm. is not going to sway my fucking vote. However, <laughs> if Sergeant Kabuki Man wins, I feel like there's an obligation there that for I, you to show up as I Sergeant Kabuki I Man and what you and it won't take much. You just be like, yeah. you should do that. I'm like, yeah, I already got it. I'm in the car. I carry Here's the thing. It actually gonna, still is in the car, I think. I'm going to make this call right now. Here's what happens. Is Ryan shows up in a black t-shirt representing uh, a horror movie or a heavy metal band. Uh, yeah. Some black jeans. Yes. And then, like, the Surgeon Kabuki Man face paint, and that's it. <laughs> You're going to get it. This is, this is yeah. my call. Yeah, that's the call I'm gonna make. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I probably forget my costume. <laughs> I'm a citizen toxic girl. Citizen toxic was my choice to enter into the poll, and it's the one that I voted for. Um, Nathan's was uh, Trauma's War. Neither one of us won. Um, ah. Old <laughs> shit face over here, the love of my life, put in Kabuki on, and it is it is killing. But I love I love it. I mean, I fucking love. Sorry. I wasn't gonna go on Friday, like, but I think I might have to now. It's gonna be either really fucking awesome or it's, <laughs> no, gonna, it's be gonna be a giant awesome. shit show. No, it's either way, it's gonna be, gonna be fun as fuck. It's gonna be both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that stays the day. I just right? have to find that do. perfect level of drunkenness so, like, I can be really entertaining, <laughs> but not um, like choke slam anybody into a table. Can I rec- can I recommend you not do security for that panel? <laughs> <laughs> for <another way. laughs> I'm gonna do security. I'm gonna do That's true. He, begged he was me. asking for he it. He begged me to Did you see the way he was dressed? He which, was asking which, for it. Which should have been your first like clue. That, like anyone who wants me to choke slam them that much, I shouldn't choke slam them because they're yeah. getting something out of this that I'm not. And less me would have been. And it's Oz's fault because he, he fed me rum out of an enema bag. That got probably. That's, that that's got where probably, it went downhill. Yes. And, yeah. and you, like, were you there later in the elevator? I don't know because I don't remember anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was. <laughs> it was ugly. There, there were things said. God, poor Oz. Poor it was Oz. good times. It's okay. Yeah. All right, Ryan, uh, what was your personal off-the-rails pick for um, 2018? The, this, this has been a really, really awesome year. Like, I have barely any complaints. Uh, but the highlight was Savannah, Vampire's Ball. Uh, not only was it an awesome show, not only was it a sold-out show... Uh, badass Marchicon event, but and you wore a frilly shirt, and I got to wear my frilly short shirt. But most importantly, I proposed to Nicole, uh, and yeah. she said yes. Yeah. And, uh, was, I was surprised. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I, was, I, I thought. Yeah, I well, we had a backup plan. Jury Jury was out. Yeah, I'm not sure how Jury was going to. Looked at me dead serious before we started the set, and he's like, "What if she says no?" <laughs> 
And, and like, Derek, I, th- I think it was Derek, he's like, we're just going to stomp her out on the stage. And I was like, all right, all right. You know what? I got y'all's back. So y'all got my back. <laughs> but she said yes, it's all good. Yes. And, and everybody bought us free drinks after it was red. Yeah, well, well it there was, you go. It was amazing. Uh, oh, they weren't free. I didn't know they were free. They were free. I walked far and I just all that matters. And drinks appeared in it. Yeah. That uh, was that's one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. I'm yeah. so yeah. glad. I'm I was so there. glad you guys were there. Yeah. Um, and well, and the thing was like. Seeing a proposal was magical, like because you don't see that kind of thing very often, especially not from some of your best friends. Like it, it was just, it was amazing. But beyond that, that was a fucking phenomenal casket creature set. Yeah, like Definitely. and the like, yeah, fact like, yeah. that you guys managed to still put on a great show, yeah, knowing that. That was gonna happen too. It was definitely like, on all our minds. That's the whole some time, yeah. top-notch showmanship right there. The fact that you were like, even if that proposal hadn't happened, that still would have been a badass show. Uh, is is tremendous. Thank you. So you guys, I mean, that's that's some real perfection. Well, like yeah, every was, every time I've seen, like it, like I, I wasn't there for that show, but like every time I've it seen, it was in Savannah. It's kind of a drug. Yeah. No, it's like it's it's more than like three miles from my house. <laughs> But, like, every time I've seen the casting creatures, they put on, like, a fucking phenomenal, like, well-structured show. And yeah, I enjoy I mean, it. we, like, we try to at least be damn consistent. Uh, but that one was, like, very, I, mean, it, I don't want to say stressful, but it was, like, it was on everyone's mind. Well, it was show. a different weird setting, too. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, it was, like, nobody it was, knew us. It like, was, it was, like, and yeah. it wasn't, like, a concert venue. It was something where you yeah. had to adapt to a different stage, a different setting. Like, it was it was a different deal. And granted, it was awesome because yeah. MarksterCon puts on a oh, and they had great yeah, party. Yeah, he's, he's so awesome. But it, it was something that, like, on top of knowing that that proposal was coming in the middle of the show, that you guys had to sort of deal with, like... We have this kind of weird stage, and we're in this different room, unfamiliar from... setting. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we're playing in a distillery. It was, it was right. odd, but it was yeah. very cool. And the fact that you guys came was great. And it just, it was just awesome. I loved it. The whole it weekend was, was great. It was yeah. pretty much like the best night of my life. It that's, was awesome. And, that's one of my. And I actually weekends. had no idea that it was coming. Um, like you know, I, I we had talked that's, about it. That's the know? crazy part, though, because we all did. I know. Okay. Every no and people I didn't even slipped. know came up and were like, "I knew it was coming." I'm like, "Who are you?" <laughs> what? I like, was very concerned that uh, Mrs. Troublemaker at some point would <laughs> would kind of let it slip. Did, did, right? Yeah. Did you did you, did you, did you endeavor to keep her from getting too drunk beforehand so she wouldn't let it slip? That's a that's a pretty much pointless endeavor. So. <laughs> no, no, I know that was rhetorical. No. That was a rhetorical question. Afterwards, I, was I like put some stuff together, and I was like, "Oh, duh! Like I should have seen right, that, you know." Right. But like at the time, I had no idea. And actually, like he cause he like pulled me up at the end of Hexed, like pulled me up on stage. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like he's he's never like yeah. She was trying to. She was before. trying like, to. Stop it. It. Like, she was, like, trying to be, like, no. Like, I don't want... Yeah, for the listeners, like, it's not like Ryan croons to the ladies yeah. at any point. <laughs> no, it's not that like, kind of thing. Like, I always stand in the middle, uh, like, I, in the front row in the middle of the stage, and, like, I have fun, and I sing along, and I... Blah, 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 she very much did not want to be on stage. Get on like, stage. what's happening? And he was, like, pulling on my hand. I'm like, what are you... What are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> well, quit it. 
and he's like, get the, and he's like, put his arm down and like, he was like picking me up. He's like, like, motherfucker, get up here. Yeah. I'm okay. You're going to want to be here for yeah. this. And, and I was like, and, and I felt really uncomfortable. Like, what the fuck is he doing? And I'm like, I'm up here. And everybody's looking at me. This is weird. And then that happened. It was awesome. And I cried. <laughs> it was, it yeah, was amazing. So that's, that's mine. Yeah. And that's pretty fucked up. You didn't pick the same thing, but that's good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Whatever. I, close my podcast was more important. It was a close you know? second. Burn. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and throw mine out there. And I actually brought it with me so, because I want, like, those of you that are sitting here with me, I want you to see this thing. Uh, it's a textbook. It's massive. Well, it is it's awesome. <laughs> is that the Beastie that. Boys book? It is the Beastie oh, Boys book. I wanted to get that. Um, and but it's funny that you say textbook because as I was like you could fucking brain As I was going through this thing, uh, yeah, you know how see. when you were what? in school, you're like, man, this textbook format would be really great <laughs> if it was about something I gave a shit about. Yeah, that's like post-it kind of what this is, and I do. You're absolutely right, Beth. I've got post-it notes in this thing about uh, a lot of the music that they talk about, some of the stuff that I'm going to have to look up and track down, a lot of the samples that they use. This is written by Mike D and uh, King Ed Rock, and it's very much in their voices. R.I.P. MCA. And yeah, absolutely R.I.P. MCA. Um, but it goes from their early New York roots starting out as young punks uh, through the formation of their punk band and all the way up through Hot Sauce Committee uh, Part 2. It's one of the best things I've ever read in my life. Because I love the Beastie Boys. I mean, we we all grew up with them. Uh, But this book is like nothing else I've ever read. It's like no biography I've ever read. It's like no... uh, It's incredible... It's all from their point of view. They talk about MCA and how he was the guy that that really motivated them, that really came up with all the creative stuff that they did. It's it's incredible. And it's the you know, the the cover price is fifty bucks. It's worth every bit of that fifty bucks, but I mean you can get it, you know, you're not Amazon. Works. Oh, Amazon's yeah. always cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but I just I, I devoured this thing. I read it in just a few days. And every bit of it. It's got, there's a whole section of color pictures from a well-known fashion photographer in New York where he's critiquing the Beastie Boys looks through the years. Uh, There's a section of recipes. There is a section where they talk just about the tour with Madonna, which we've all heard about them chasing Madonna offstage with water guns. But they give the full story and how they were all from the same area. They all went to the same clubs in New York before they got big, and they knew who each other were. And she wanted them on that tour. And there was, there was, in no way was she upset by what they were doing. She actually fought to keep them on that tour because they were so interesting. But they were only playing three songs because at the time all they had was Beastie Revolution, Cookie Puss, and then some bullshit where they just got on the microphones. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible, and if you're a fan in any way of the Beastie Boys, this is a must-own book. Uh, and from what I understand, the audio version is worth own. It was worth having on top of this because uh, Mike D and Ed Rock read some of their parts, but they also have like Snoop Dogg 
and uh, all nice. kinds of crazy like guests. I've heard like I've heard like a couple audio snippets with some guests and shit. It's, it's I mean it's, it's something it's, that I'm going to buy at some point. For it's sure. absolutely incredible. It's one of my favorite things I've ever bought. But as far as like 2018 stuff goes, like this is top of the heap. Incredible. I don't know if you guys can check it out if you want to, but it's it just. It, it made me cry. It made me laugh. It, it it's it is the peak of nostalgia, but it's also the peak of historical recollection. And just this is my life. I mean, it is absolutely a huge yeah, part of my now life. for sure. Like it's from young adolescence, puberty onward for for me too. I mean, nineteen eighty seven. That's yeah. the year that they hit. Yeah. And and they talk a lot about the image of License to Ill and how that almost sent them off track of having to like to them that was almost a parody album. Yeah, no, of like being meathead jackasses. It, like it was very much. Up it was very much life. tongue in cheek. Yeah, but like, then it got taken seriously. So and you're just that's like, why, okay, I guess this is what we do. Yeah, they went along with it, and then that's why Paul's Boutique was such a crazy departure. But anyway. Uh, Beastie Boys book, which I, another thing I learned is they're they're not the Beastie Boys, they're Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's how, and it was weird to kind of adjust to that over the course of the book. But anyway, it's fantastic. Anybody who's a fan in any way should check it out. Uh, you're going to shed tears over the MCA stories, uh, over the For Nathaniel sure. Hornblower stories. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's fantastic. Uh, Aaron, do you have a? 2018. Uh, I have two, and they'll be brief. Uh, one was seeing the legendary Dale Jepsen in the Nighthawks. Oh, and, uh, my God. The Dixie Tavern and Scurrietta. Uh, <laughs> I don't like... That was one of my least favorite things, was how he treated Maybell. That was fucked up. Y- yeah. It was kind of fucked up. Mostly followed up by the performance of Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Well, well and that's the what? thing is, I feel like... That there was kind of some closure to it at the end. Yeah, I wasn't there, but I, it was a it was big on social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I went my, for a little while, but then TMZ I left. picked it up. Yeah. I understand. And my yeah. set, my set, well, and like one of my favorite memories of that night is seeing uh, Monica Moniker, the uh, the better half of the Red Ranger over there, uh, the yeah. far better half. Uh, like, yeah, way better half. Basically, whip the shit out of some idiot who thought he could like. Flop around and mosh around people who were not into that sort of nonsense. Well, he wasn't even just moshing. He was, he was like, like throwing. Yeah, no, he was yeah. like pretend moshing to like, yeah. like start fights. Almost purposely running into all of the women in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at which was... point, uh, Jed took the poster board that she was holding and rolled it out and roll, proceeded roll. to chase it like across the bar like eating fucking with it. Yeah. And, and yeah. then like shortly after that security woke up and was like oh maybe you shouldn't be here shithead. Yeah. Yeah. Not not to Monica Moniker obviously but to said yeah. shithead. Uh, my, my second favorite thing like I like so like watching shit is fun but like I am like on the record is I like active forms of entertainment way more than I like passive forms of just sitting around and watching things, which is why video games are such a big part of my life. And I'm old and lame, and some of the things that I grew up with were like old Japanese role-playing games, like Final Fantasies, early Dragon Quest slash Warriors. Uh, over the summer, 
I put in probably like 75 or 80 hours into a game on the Nintendo Switch called Octopath Traveler. Oh my so god, good. I love that game. Shit. Why didn't we say that was our favorite of the year? Nah, god man. damn it. And then like in the <laughs> fall and winter, I put in like 120, 140 hours into Dragon Quest XI on the PS4. And like both of those were like total great nostalgia bombs where if you're like an old motherfucker like me and you like menu-based Japanese role-playing games where you get to take your time and figure out what you want to do. There's no active time thing going on. Like, and those things are fine and they're fun in modern games and, like, they have their place. But at the same time, like, it's just fun to, like, have some kind of, like, throwback nostalgia shit that, like, tickles your, like, nerd prostate where it wants to be tickled. And that worked for me. So, uh, if you're like me and you like that shit... Check out Octopath Traveler and Dragon Quest Eleven. So there you I go. Want, now I want to go home and stay up all night and play Octopath. It's so addicting. It's, it's not so a two-player game, but we just sit well, there yeah, and play it. No, like, that's yeah. the thing that's great about those like games is because is. you get to take your time. You're going to be like, hey. What if we tried doing this? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, co-pilot, what do you think I should do here? Yeah. Which way should I we go on this dungeon? We very much take turns yeah. like, like, driving and what, like, and what, what, what strategy and should we pursue in this? And like... And, like, the cool thing about Octopath Travel, and Dragon Quest Eleven is the same way, if you haven't played it, uh, mm-hmm. you get more party members than you can fit in at any one given time. So you can be like, what would our, like, strategy change to be like if we switched out our party composition in this way? Yeah, and so much of it was like, yeah, deciding... What who your party was going to be, and then how you were going to develop. Yeah, and like what's what best. skills and shit you were going to yeah, pursue. What jobs they were going to have. What yeah. like this job is going to go with this job to make like this awesome ass killer character. Yeah, yeah, I love it. No, it's great. We're playing that again. And uh, it, it's it's uh, <laughs> like those those games for like. I sunk, like, a lot of... Like, if I wasn't working and, like, just doing general boring life shit, like, you know, going to the store and working out and being... Adulting, as the kids say, in 2018 slash 2019, uh, like, over summer, fall, and winter, I was playing those games. And, like, it was a very enjoyable way to spend my time. So, there you go. Beth, what about you? What is your 2018 personal... Recommendation. Personal, personal favorite thing. Yes. Okay, don't yell at me until you hear me out. Okay. Oh, Oof. This is okay, lovely. don't beat me with the Beastie yeah, Boys. Yeah, don't hit her novel. with the Beastie Boys book. That'd be manslaughter. Yeah. That thing's like 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, don't fuck up my book. And at least like five pounds. There would get so, so much blood on there, he'd never get it I'd be upset. Yeah. He'd need a new book. Oh. Um, I don't want to buy two. So, the... Box office failure of Solo actually made me very happy. Not because it wasn't a good movie. It was a good movie. But I really needed Disney to slow their roll on the movies. And Solo made them do that. So, it wasn't that it was a bad movie. I enjoyed it very much when I finally saw it. The trailers did not make me want to go see it in the theater. The trailers I'm, I'm were, with you on that. The trailers, the trailers were, were not, The trailers were bad. It was bad marketing. It wasn't a bad yeah. movie. Yeah, but, well, and releasing it just a few months after Last Jedi was dumb. They I still yeah. feel like they, they should have released it in November, and November. that's why I wanted yeah. them to slow their roll. Yeah, because it was getting to be way too much. And then they were talking about the next movie, and the next movie, and the next movie, and the next movie, and the next movie. Here's here's the thing: I don't, I, and I don't know where I land on this, 
But we get three Marvel movies a year. And those take place on Earth in a very limited range of environment and characters. But here's, why, why can't here's we why, have here's, as many Star Wars Here's movies? why it works better for Marvel movies, in my opinion, is that even though it's all set on the same planet and the same general whatever... Well, mostly. I guess Infinity War. Sure. Well, no but, shit. They're not all the same planet. That was a no, dumb yeah. statement. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're totally not. And Thor, I mean, like, absolutely wrong. Sixty percent of them are set on Earth. Yes. Yes. Uh, the reason why the Marvel movies work that way and like the Star Wars movies don't is that the Marvel movies, like, it's like a wildly different tone from like movie to movie. Uh, in my opinion, anyway. But see, I would argue that the Star Wars movies are widely. Because if you look at Rogue One, and if you look at Solo, those movies are totally very different. So they Rogue are... One to me, is they a totally are, different animal. But, yeah. but they didn't start being totally different until, like, after the seventh iteration of that series. Uh, the Marvel movies started being different from, like, the get-go. Sure. I like, think... You, you went yeah. from... You went from Iron Man to Hulk to Thor. But that's the thing: is the Star Wars movies can be different. They can we be. Could but they're get, not they, they, they can, they can be, I but mean, you're honestly, you're that's you're not the they're not used not to they're you're not used to them being different. And you're like nerds are like for for all like the thing of like nerds, you're like oh we're open minded and we're like accepting like we're creatures of habit. And we want, like, familiar things that make us feel, like, nostalgia and whatever. Especially with Star Wars. It's, like, not what I want. Like, I don't want familiar things with Star Wars. Like, I want to see new sides of the galaxy. my problem. Brand new characters and brand new shit I've ever seen before. And, like, I'm not... I I want both, though. I think think we're getting there. Like, the fucking everything I hear about the the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. That sounds awesome. So hopeful. But, like... I think there's a large contingent of Star Wars fans who just want, like, formulaic Star Wars storytelling, and... Well, I guess not, because, I mean, Solo didn't do as hot, and that was, like, the most, you know... I think there are a lot of factors Solo not being as successful as it should have been, and I don't think... Like, there are a lot of people who want to point to one thing, and there is no one thing. No, no, no. It's not just because The Last Jedi pissed people off. It's not just because people didn't like urban, urban, bourbon, bourbon as Han Solo, which I thought he did a great job. I thought he did too. Me, no, like, that, that, that's... the first 15 like, minutes of the movie, you're like, I don't give a shit that that's not Harrison Ford. Right, yeah, like, that's the thing, is like, the trailers for that movie are so awful. Yes. Compared to, like, the actual, like, end experience. Like, I saw that movie twice in the theaters, and, like, I don't see every movie twice, and, like, I don't see as many movies... Is like I'd feel like anybody else in this room, but like I felt compelled to see that movie twice because I enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, you know, R.B. Ar- oh my God, or whatever his name is. Earthland Bourbon Burst. Yeah. Uh, he, he was like a perfectly Nailed fucking it. entertaining yeah. Han Solo. Like, he was a scoundrel. And, like, a fucking charismatic dude. And charming and fun. Yeah. And, like, he was everything you'd want out of a Han Solo. Like, if you just stop and sit down and think about it and quit being, like, a butthurt nerd. Yeah. I didn't have not seen 
solo yet. Um, oh my well, God, then fire. You're fired. Fire. Uh, this, this is all I have to say, right? So, um, and I will. And it's not like I'm not going to watch that because fuck that shit. I just haven't had a chance. Sure. Um, it's been busy. But solo to me, like, felt like, why do we need this movie? Like, why, again, backstory, like, why do we, like Ryan said, there's this huge all of space universe that they could make up all kinds of side stories and and be amazing and like they give me like Han Solo's here's, like, I just didn't here's my reasoning and I'm sure it's great and I've heard it's really good and I will see it and I'll probably love it once you watch the movie I just don't me, see why like I had to have it in to me they were setting up a new Continuity. area of the Time Star Wars, Wars galaxy because yeah. when that movie ended, this is me personally, when that movie ended, I was like, holy fuck, I want to see what happens to this person and this person yeah. and where this part of the story is going to go. I can't wait to see more of the type of thing that I just saw. And now that's, that's different not, from know. other, and it is. Solo and Rogue One are both very, very different from uh, yeah, Star Wars song. I love yeah. Yeah, I very I'm so different excited things. that I got to see something that was a little bit familiar, but a completely different story and a totally standalone. I loved Rogue One so much. I, I love Star Wars. I, I yeah. absolutely love Star Wars. I don't want Star Wars fatigue. And honestly, I was starting to get superhero fatigue a little bit at the beginning of last year. I didn't see Black Panther when it came out. I didn't see Ant-Man and Wasp when it came out. I've seen them all now. Yeah. yeah. And I saw, of course, Infinity War in the theater, but I don't, I don't want to get fatigue of anything because you've I'm the same way. It well, I, I never, it down my throat. I never want to get to the point where I'm like another one already. Which the closest yeah. I've come to that was Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah. But once I saw that oh, it was movie, fantastic. I was like, "Well, it was fucking great." Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. my problem. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. And, and I was like, "Why didn't I see that?" And I enjoyed but, the shit. Out but of I see what you're saying. Where it's kind of like. You get to a point where you're like, I, I, is it already time for another one of these? Yeah. yeah. But I think if Disney and Disney has so released, Disney's released four movies now, Star Wars movies now? Yeah. yeah. Is that right? The, Three of those yeah. four I really, really like. And I think are... Uh, I'm you know, four the, for four? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but well, that's another the is, even the fourth like? one, even the fourth one, there are things about it that I like. But out of all the Star Wars movies that have ever been released, it's the one that I have no interest in watching again. I've seen it twice, and I'm good. This last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was just baiting you. To uh, yeah. We remember. Don't you bait me, <laughs> you master. Bader, hey, you. That, you know me. I, I don't own hardly any. I don't I'll do that on my own. I don't own hardly any pieces of physical media. Yeah, I know and you own this. it. I know. I got the Blu-ray. I know. Shit. All right, so Beth, so I can make a clear note here. What was your personal thing you liked? Did, Disney, Disney's reevaluation. Exactly. Disney's, Disney's reevaluation of the Star Wars franchise. Yes, thank failure. You. Yeah, okay. no, Arian put it perfectly. Disney's no. reevaluation of their plans for the Star Wars franchise. Well, this is a perfect segue because we're uh, we're very quickly going to talk about think something in 2018 that did not make you happy, something you were displeased with, 
And uh, we're going to start with uh, Ryan on this one. Um, One of my favorite franchises that got me into horror and made me love horror so much was the Puppet Master franchise. I know it's ridiculous, but I loved it. I remember seeing the the boxes and being like, oh my god, this toy's in it, and they got Six Shooter in this one. And I had to, I just had to have every Puppet Master movie. I would rent them constantly. Uh, I was really excited because the last, like, six of them have been fucking terrible or something. So there's been a lot of bad ones. <laughs> well, they've either been terrible or they've used footage Or they're from just all the, the same old movies. Movie. They're like, you remember the first three movies that were good? We'll just show you Here's parts. all the best parts of those. It's, yeah. It's a flashback episode. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, there's one. Like it's called Legacy there's, of Puppets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's literally just like... It's like 15 minutes of new footage. Yeah, and without even the puppets in it. It's just some people in a room and they're like, hey, you Puppets? Do you remember it's when It's called this, Puppet Master. Not remember puppet that time that it's, puppet had a blowtorch for an arm? And then that, that was really cool. It's like if Chris Farley's character from yes. the interview yeah, segment dude, made a movie. You're more right than you know. Yeah. No, yeah. I know because I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> Probably but all strings are called I, Iron I, uh, I still, it's one franchise, and I'm sure everyone here has one where it's like, even if the franchise has gone to shit, when they release something new, you're like, well, I gotta have it. Right. Right, right. It's just my thing. I like it. So, uh, I was really excited because it's like, finally, like, Full Moon's not doing the next Puppet Master. They're letting Fangoria do it. It's going to be fucking rad because they actually probably give a shit. And, and Full Moon's just trying to sell toys and they don't give a shit. Like, that's it. You know, our little fucking models and shit. So, um, I was pretty excited about it and everything. Um, and then I saw the movie and I thought it was utterly fucking abysmal. It was one of the worst movies I've... <laughs> It, it, it was terrible. And Nicole, the whole time, she's like, it's not that bad. And I'm like, raising hell. I'm like, what have they done to the lore of Puppet Master? <laughs> <laughs> the mythology they, is they all completely disgraced Charles Band's majestic yeah. legacy. I never thought Andre I'd, what about continuity? I never thought I'd hear uh, that sentence in my Andre life. Andre Toulon wasn't a Nazi. He fought Nazis. I, uh, I did not hate it nearly as much as Ryan did. I, didn't, uh, I actually enjoyed it. But Thomas yeah. Uh, Lennon, I, I guess. Yeah. Thomas Lennon. Yeah. All right. I liked when the guy got his head cut off and he pissed in his own face. Yeah, Thomas Lennon <laughs> was like <laughs> not good in it. He wanted to get the fuck out of that See, movie. I don't agree with that. Really? The whole entire time, he's just like, yeah, I guess these puppets are killing everyone. All right. Next scene. Like, it was just like, he really was trying to just move the movie along. I totally <laughs> understand why someone would not like it. Yeah. Because it felt like one of those things where they're like, all right, we're going to take this corny franchise, which Puppet Master is a corny franchise. Mm. I love it, but it's a corny franchise. You're right. And we're going to do... And it, see, it wasn't even really a comedy, though. Like, it had... I don't know what it was. It, it was went just random the top in places. <laughs> like, I, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I was like, who the fuck are these people? Oh, they died. Well, that's cool. They died in a cool way. But that's, if you go back and watch the first Puppet Master, that's literally the whole movie is, who the fuck are these but people? Oh, they're sort dead. of, like, mystical underlying story that you're like, ooh, this is interesting. Barely. It's enough, enough for me. Where I'm like, <laughs> all right. I am, I am not one to accuse people of holding a franchise too dear. And it's... But I, I think maybe... I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, I, 
I, like, now, have you watched it again? Yeah, uh, no, no, not the new one. I watched the old ones a lot. Well, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I haven't watched the new one watch again. I mean, I, I was I was pretty drunk when I watched it, so I might <laughs> I might try it again. So were, I, you, were you angry drunk? I was yelling at he the TV. He became angry drunk. So you were angry. I was happy he drunk when I started it. Like, me and Derek and Nicole were, like, watching. I was like, I'm so excited. It's fucking PubMess. It's going to be awesome. I'm really drunk. This is going to be great. And halfway through, I was yelling at it, like, throwing cans at my TV. I was like, fuck you. On a scale of one to crawl. Where do you put it? Oh, uh, fuck. No, uh, I don't even want to talk about that. That's just... I don't... I can't even... I don't know. Crawl's way worse, obviously. Uh, but yeah. it's worse I mean, than It's hard to get worse than Crawl. Yeah. Ryan was upset for a couple of days. Yeah. I yeah, talked yeah. to... Like, yeah, I talked to you about yeah, it. Like, yeah. I was like, like, I need to talk to somebody. I was like, he was, fuck he was this fucked up. And, and, like... Like, I was shook. I almost felt sing. like you, I almost felt like you were upset with me for like not hating it as much as you I was did. Like, fucking, yeah. I feel like there was some tension there. Yeah, like yeah. you almost didn't get get engaged. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. almost. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like you felt like I wasn't uh, in your corner uh, because I didn't hate the movie as much as you did. Huh? It's it's not so a good was, corner to be in. Bad girlfriend. I get <laughs> yeah, that movie sucked. Bad fiance. All right, Nicole. What is a thing in two? 2018 that you were not pleased with. <laughs> so mine's random as fuck, but uh, that's what we're here for. That movie, uh, The Demon House, with Zach Baggins. Uh, I fucking uh, uh, hate rule. that guy. I fucking hated that movie. I mean, like, okay, so yeah, I know it's gonna all be a setup and everything, but it was such a bullshit, <laughs> that stupid. That guy is just the worst thing ever. He's the most unbelievable douchebag. That I've I, ever seen. On I a, can't who the even fuck gave him a television show? Five minutes. I mean, like, yeah, I want to smash his face in. I just, <laughs> oh, yeah, God, you're not I, wrong. I just want to stab him in his fucking neck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And like, it was so bad. Like, it was basically just him doing the bullshit that he does on that stupid ass show where he talks about things that you can't see. Or feel or whatever because it's on fucking film and he's like I just I just oh, felt yeah, my hair stand up. No, you didn't. You're dumb. You know. And when he's like I'm possessed and I'm gonna fucking like and he's gonna like be threatening to the other guy like oh, yeah, he's, he's as threatening as like a wet piece of white toast. Uh, he is he is he's as entertaining as a wet piece of white toast. Like I would rather. Um, gouge my eyeballs out with a rusty spoon than, like, spend five minutes with, with Zach Douchebaggins. That is decisive. Um, I, and, like, and this is another one. Like, Ryan's like, oh, this is fun, and da, da, da. And I'm like, no, this is fucking bullshit, and it's it's insulting. Wait, what the terrible. fuck? Why did I just get thrown under the Ryan, bus? Ryan, <laughs> do, do you know well, why? No, because you didn't hate it nearly as much. Do as you know I. why you got thrown under the bus? Because I just threw her under the bus. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Unfortunately, I, I'm completely on board with this because you sent me a message yeah. saying, dude, you've got to watch Demon House. And I was like, isn't that fucking idiot in that? And you were like, no, but it's like, like, yeah, he's an idiot, but it's so much, it's so funny. No, it and was, I was like, terrible. All right. Right, and it was, we'll, again, it was me, Ryan, we'll and Derek. Shot. And Ryan and Derek are like, yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm like yelling at them. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you this, guys? This is awful. This <laughs> isn't going to do the listeners any good. But I put this thing on. 
and sat there for maybe 15 minutes like this. Yeah. Well, that was me for two fucking hours. Only angry. And finally, I was like, I'm not watching this and just turned it off. I know it's bad, but he still cracks me up. I don't know. Uh, there is his to, faux hawk and his bucking up on ghosts. That's hilarious. He's like, Fuck it's ghosts. really. Yeah. It's I, so it rough. did not work for me. <laughs> I, and maybe this is the generation gap. I don't know. I don't know. I, He's the dog, the bounty hunter of ghosts. Well, and I hate oh, the bounty hunter. That, that does not uh, sell me. Yeah, no, that, I, I am not. Uh, I'm not interested in watching that. No. I hate that guy. And like the show is like it sucks ass, but every once in a while I'll laugh at it. <laughs> Uh, but the movie to me had like no. Oh no! It's a it's a movie about a house that has like a gas leak and all the people that live <laughs> yeah. there hallucinate and he's exploiting the fuck out of it. Like that's what it's about. Yeah, and they like, prove that like the house has a fucking gas yeah. leak and like and like one woman just has a really poorly behaved child and she's like he's possessed. It was it was like yeah. watching one of the people from Jersey Shore oh, yeah. talk about ghosts when they didn't know anything about ghosts. Yeah, and oh, yeah. also he has no... So the ghost doesn't want to do laundry or work out with me. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> like, Essentially, yes. He has no yes. expression whatsoever. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the most he's... monotone, boring motherfucker I've ever seen. I, I have no... He must have, like, a rich uncle or something to, like, get him. No, people, First, no, like, people like him. He's got a fucking museum. Yeah, like, he's got a following. He's a dildo. Because people are stupid. <laughs> I mean, I mean people, no, no, like, dildos. people like dildos. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I mean, okay, I'm sorry. Like, but he has as much personality as your dildo has. Like, hey, he, you know what? Like, from, from the way you're describing him, I feel like that's an unfair... Explanation because dildos have practical applications. Yeah, and he has it not. Seems like he has not. Maybe this guy has not. He, I mean, I have as like, I've met more interesting dirty mops. As long as you don't shit talk mountain monsters, we're good. Mountain monsters was fun. I, I, do I haven't shit. tried that it's yet. Yeah, Mainly because your recommendation for mountain monsters <laughs> oh, came no. after your recommendation no, for demons. I can, yes. I can do bad, um, I can do silly and dumb. I can't do that, that shit face. Red Ranger. Uh, was there something in 2018 that you did not care for? Oh, uh, well, I changed jobs twice again, so that's a fucking Oh, wow, game. we're getting real now. Uh, it's probably like... Should I light a candle? <laughs> oh, jeez. Should I, I light really a thin park alchemy candle? Yeah. I will remember you. It's strong enough for this. We're going to play with Sharon McLaughlin. Um, so I, okay. since I moved to Atlanta, I've had a few different jobs, but I'm in the tech industry, and it's not all that weird for that to kind of happen, and... Two of the places I worked at laid everybody off shortly after I left. So yeah. I was kind of leaving sinking ships. Right. Uh, but I actually had a job that legitimately after three months was so fucking bad. I was like, I'm out. I'm just gone. Peace, like, I'm just leaving. Peace, y'all. Uh, and it was such a, it was, uh, such an agreed upon situation that sucked that when I turned in my two weeks notice, they said, well, you can be done today. And I was like, perfect. So I have <laughs> technically <laughs> been on vacation. For the last three weeks on vacation, on vacation, yeah, because uh, I didn't get quotes. paid through the end of the year, so that worked. That's good, uh, but I didn't have to work for those two weeks. It's pretty solid. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll take best, it." Best uh, of all worlds. Yeah, uh, the bills are now stacking up because I haven't been. Uh, I won't receive my next paycheck until February, uh, which makes January fun. Mm. Uh, savings account, kids, you should have one. Yes. Oh, what now? Uh, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, you're, you're you're speaking a foreign language to the millennials. They don't Gen know. Way no, yeah, I think yeah, that's Gen a Gen X thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't think millennials spend money. Don't they no. just buy like sage and experience? They, they're, they're, they're too busy the pumpkin spice. They're they're, yeah. they're too busy eating each other's asses to make money to spend on anything. So. Right. They just have experience. Why am I not next generation? That sounds rad. This is the future of the millennials. I'm in the like 40 Dave. years we old and don't still don't have rim like jobs $17. and complacency. <laughs> that sounds like my home oh, generation. Wow. I want to live there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so job, uh, job, yeah, it's just job. Bullshit. Yeah. Thankfully, it's all turning out for the best, and I'll, I'll talk about some of it on my what I'm looking forward to in 2019. Nice, but uh, okay. yeah, the, the, that's the overriding. Yeah, like, yeah. 2018 ended on a really weird. Well, it seemed like you were kind of stressed by a level of stress. I, 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 I sympathize right. with your your job related drama. My job of eight years got weird in the last two months of 2018, oh, yeah. but it's actually turning out better now because the guy above me in the totem pole of the company is retiring. So. We're not talking about better. Ooh. We're talking about bad. Yeah. So, what is your 2018 bad? Uh, so, like, aside I've, from everything, aside, yeah, like, I had, aside from 2018 in general, I had a hard time narrowing this down to one thing, so, like, <laughs> what, what I put, read my Instagram feed, what, he's got a flow chart, he's what, pulling up now, what, what, ha, ha, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a, a diagram, it's a Google Doc, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the thing that I wrote, for it's this was this interest was the the general hideous pointlessness of life in the darkest timeline of 2018. <laughs> uh, so that, like that's just my general. But uh, also to piggyback onto Sean, uh, there was some weird job shit that happened in the last couple months of 2018 that threatened my uh, ability to continue to make money and uh, not leave my house in comfortable pants. Do so. Like, I don't usually wear pants with belts and interact with society if I can help it, and it's better for both me and society if that <laughs> status quo continues. Yeah. Really, like you don't want me out there interacting with you, and I don't want to be out there interacting. No, I, the with last you. thing we need is Arian as like an influencer. No, yeah, Ooh. like the the like the whole fucking algorithm of like how influencing works would get upended and Instagram would break. Yes. Like, you think, you think, break more. you think, like, a fucking Kardashian broke the internet with her ass? Wait till I fucking get out there and interact with society every day. Wait till you, you don't, see Arian's ass. You don't, yeah, you don't need that shit. So, uh, no, thing, things are looking up uh, in the past week or so, and uh, knock on wood, it'll continue to be okay. So there you go. Solid. Uh, I'm going to say, and it's interesting that the, the internet has come up already, uh, my thing for 2018 <laughs> is just how shitty people are. Oh, no, it's... How uh... unbelievably fucking myopic and intolerant, and, and I'm not even talking about politically, I'm just talking about on social media, and like, the, the one of the sites, because... Uh, at work, a lot of websites are blocked. So my options are very limited as far as pop culture stuff goes. And io9 is one of the only sites I can get to that does pop culture stuff. And typically, I'll go there, I'll read an article, 
and I'll read the comments until I get to Dude, the douchebag. Never read the comments. Ever. Just, never read the comments. Yeah. Well, never read the comments on your own stuff. But, like, I, as far I, as I, that, I have to never read the comments. Because I'll, I'll give the I'm IO9 sure. commenters some credit in that a lot of them do add to the conversation and have, like, information that's worth reading after the article. Some of them. But right? I stop as soon as I get to the person who is dealing in absolutes, who is like, Solo is fucking awful. And that's the end of their conversation. And they <laughs> don't have any facts. And, it, it, like, once I get to that person, I'm, like, on to the next article. I no, they do, they do have another sentence. You're an idiot if you think otherwise. And, right, right. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing is, like, this... And if you respond, I will block you. Yeah. yeah. No, if you respond, <laughs> yeah, I will don't, blame your ass. Don't at me. Like, yeah. what is that shit? I say that ironically, sure, sure. as, as yeah, the Gen Xers would say, I'm like, don't you at me. Uh, but, uh, but just people's general, like, and one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode in person is because sitting down and having a conversation with actual people face-to-face is an entirely different experience Totally. From and, and even, like, even a Facebook message with your closest friends yeah, and like, is completely different than sitting down totally in person. And, like, not everyone here sees eye to eye on everything no, and agrees. No. But, like, we're respectful and we're friendly. And at the end of the day, like, we value our friendships more than, like our disagreements and like we can come to a place where we're comfortable with each other and life to the point where we don't need to like threaten to like murder each other. Well, and we don't, it's not a requirement of our existence that everybody agree with us. Yeah. Like it's nice when somebody recognizes your point of view, but I don't need everybody to agree that this thing is great or this thing is bad and we can have different different opinions on things and that's that's the other aspect of this is i feel like in 2018 and at the end of the day we all agree that Zack snyder's terrible so it's okay right <laughs> i don't even agree with that i don't even agree with that but in 2018 I'm, I'm idea, it's okay in 2018 the idea that your opinion is a fact yeah seemed more prevalent than ever before oh yeah no and like that's, and that's just dumb yeah, no, yeah. like that's the idea that I have to respect your opinion is kind of dumb. Like, if you're like, I I should be polite to your opinion. Well, you don't have to fight my opinion. Yeah, I should be a I should be polite to your. Here's opinion. my opinion. Here's your opinion. They don't meet up, but it's cool yeah. that we have differing yeah. opinions. Yeah. But it's up. the people that are driven mad yeah. by the fact yeah. that people don't agree with their. I opinion. think the people, people stop being friends over stupid like movies and pop culture right. shit. Yeah. And you're like, that's crazy. insane. Right. Like the the people who are like it's. It's like, the way that I put it is that if you're talking about, like, hey, where do we want to go for dinner? Like, I'm like, I could go for Italian or sushi or Mexican or, like, a boring fucking American restaurant, whatever. There are options. And then, like, someone strolls up and they're like, the only things I will eat are anthrax and tire rims. And if you do not agree with me and choose to eat anthrax and tire rims with me, you are dead to me. I'm just like, 
I don't even know where to go with you, dude. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, like, I, I don't know where you. to get anthrax and tire rooms yeah. for dinner. So. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't it's, know where to go either. Like, do you get them together? Is it like a I, Yeah, I it's, it's, it's a, a combo. It's, it's, a, it's a, yeah. Tire rooms for a side. <laughs> and like, I just, it's, tire it's, it's like, that, like, it's, that's not even a meal. Like, like yeah. yeah, there's this weird extremism that we, we seem to be existing in now that you either have to absolutely love something or absolutely fucking hate something and yeah. you can't cross streams. Like, if if you love something yeah. and I hate it, we just can't That's interact. It. We don't yeah. like, talk anymore. You know, yeah. Yeah. It, and there like, doesn't have to be any information to support the way you feel. You can just feel whatever the fuck you want. Like, like perfect example, like, for the record, like... For whatever reason, like, I have never been able to get into Aquaman as a character, or Namor the Submariner as a character. Like, anything involving people under the sea, even the Little Mermaid, I've always, <laughs> I've always thought is kind of dumb. And, like, but at the same time, like, I am an adult enough to be like, you know what? This is not for me. And it's okay if other people enjoy this. Right. And I yeah. will not begrudge them their enjoyment. And, like, like I'm not going to, like, wade into their comment sections on their posts on yes. social media yes. and yes. shit on it on their time. Right. Like, maybe I will make a an off-color joke on my feed. And that's totally fine. And that's like your, if and if, you, yeah. and if you choose to interact with me on that turf, then that's your you're, choice. Yeah, you're not tearing you apart. But yeah. like I'm not gonna go. Like it's not like I'm gonna walk into your living room and take a shit in the middle of the floor. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's, people are just well, fucking that's what weird. people like to do. People, like like if you comment on something like, oh man, like Ghost is great. Like people will show, oh, I hate Ghost. Yeah. It's oh, just like, yeah, well, those fuck the you, yeah, fuck right. you, you're wrong. And, and yeah. that's the like, why did you need to express that? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't give a shit that you yeah. hate right. that I like. I don't care, yeah. right? Well, yeah. And like, and that's that the thing. Not and like, and it. like yeah. it, if like we are having a conversation and like we're having a conversation now face to face and like Aquaman comes up, I will be like, you know what? I don't get Aquaman, but more power to you if that's a thing you enjoy. Good for you. I'm happy that you're able to get enjoyment. You don't out of it. feel a need to stop people from liking Aquaman. No, and like, and that, and that's weird because like I am an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but you were a reasonable asshole. Yeah, yeah no, like it's. It's, it's almost weird. like it's this weird know. need to be right. Like yeah. they feel like they are so driven by needing to be right about whatever the fuck it is that they're talking about. So like if they don't like Aquaman and you do, that like challenges the fact that they're right about the thing that they're it challenges saying. their whole existence. Yeah. yeah. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's almost like there's something in their head that's saying, What's wrong with me that I don't like Aquaman? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well it's, just, it's like it's and like I had stupid. I had like I'm not gonna call it an epiphany, but like I had a realization like Whenever Bioshock Infinite came out, like, 2012 or 13, like, I just realized that, like, not every big-budget video game is something I enjoy anymore, mm -hmm. and I no longer feel the urge to buy it just because it's a big-budget, AAA, considered critical hit video game, and, like, I've been the same way with over every form of entertainment since then. Like, there are things that I like, and I choose to focus on those things. Like, I, I'm a big fucking dumb Marvel nerd movie, 
and I get into that. But, like, the DC stuff, like, I only really kind of like Batman. So, like, that's the only thing I choose to focus my time on, other than weirdly, like, the first couple seasons of Arrow. But <laughs> that's weird. That, well, that's Batman esque. Yeah, I think you would enjoy Legends of uh, the the not the first season, but the the success, successive seasons of Legends of Tomorrow. I hear it's, it's really I hear fun. it's a funny it's show. A lot of fun. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it embraces like, the bad shit. And but like it after like all the CW like like DC stuff became like basically a soap opera. Yeah. Like, I I don't have time. Like yeah. I don't watch soap operas. Because, like, I don't like that shit. Like, why am I going to watch it just because it's superheroes? Yeah. It's silly. I don't... You can't kill people and bring them back, like, ever, twice in a season. Except on Gotham. Except on Gotham. Except on Gotham. It's All right. It makes gotta, total sense on Gotham. we got to move on. No, well, like, Beth, what was your thing that you hated in 2018? Yes, exactly. Mine's going to seem super shallow now after that. We need know, some high shallow. Five. Okay. Yeah. I had that bad. I, hey, <laughs> Tom, Tom Petty over here. It's okay. Go ahead. I really, I really, really wanted Rampage to be good. I oh, hated it. I hated it. That was on my list of I worst things I wanted it to be you good. Rampage? I, I did not. I, because, I didn't hate like, it. Like, I hated it. I like, thought it was so much fun. I, like, we're talking. That's the Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Like, I, is just uh, like. He, I, actually, I, I thought think, he was the worst part of the movie. I did too. Yeah, oh, I, I, I got tired of him meeganing all over the place. He was yeah. meeganing everywhere. Oh, well, now, see, I don't watch Walking Dead because that's a fucking pile of shit. Well, yeah. I know that it was see, based, look, kids, you can have different based on a game with no story. I get that. Yes. But I love the Rock movies. Skyscraper, awesome. San Andreas. San Andreas is like... The best. Jumanji I was Jumanji awesome. was amazing. I love well, Jumanji it. was like uh, actually. I a don't movie. need yeah. Yeah. I I like without qualification. I don't need a shit ton of story in my rock movies. But how about if you're gonna call it Rampage? Where's the fucking Rampage? At the end of the, the movie, did you watch yeah, the whole? The last ten minutes. <laughs> no, I, I I enjoyed it and I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. But like I said, I have not even seen him as Negan because I hate that show. But to me. <laughs> The, the contract that Jeffrey Dean Morgan signed to be in Rampage was, I would like to just be however I want with this character. <laughs> and to yeah. me, yeah. that was a lot of fun. Seeing him just be this ridiculous, like, I, I, I dug it. I get I that really they had to make it. up a story because this, the game has no story. But the story they made up was just... It was Fine. nonsense. It's you haven't heard so about the 30-foot wolf? Stupid. I thought it was stupid. I thought not in a fun, no, the I, way. I had a black... matter of fact, it was on cable the other day. And, and, and now, I will say this. We watched it in the theater. Had a great time. I did not feel compelled to buy it when it came out. But it was on HBO the other day. And I, it like, I sat down. It was in the first 10 or 15 minutes. I sat and watched the whole thing again. And I was like, you know what? This movie's fun as fuck. And I don't yeah. need to own it, but it was, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was mindless fun. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I, I, didn't I, I have it, not seen uh, it because I, I saw the previews it. and I was just like... It's not for you. The CGI. <laughs> and really again, like, I, I realized I, it's I, not I, for me. I thought I was going to like it. I realized the CGI, it's not for me. The CGI was bad. It was better than Black the, Panther. The brother and sister, hey, hey, what now. was that? It's because I mean, they were dealing with lots of dark. Right. I mean, <laughs> you're absolutely right. 
I love, I love the brother I, and sister. The dude I from the, the dude from they the were, office. Uh, oh, I loved them. They were so just dirty oh, and scummy them. and yeah. like elitist shitheads. Oh, All right, well, we can't talk anymore. Well, because I think you don't we agree just, with me. So. I think we just came at it from different angles. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that's what it was. I wanted I I drug her to go see it, and I was like, "This is gonna be so much fun." I and was I was fun. like, "This wasn't a lot of fun." Yeah, I hey, thought maybe, it was gonna be super yeah. fun. Maybe the Rock makes super was, fun like, movies. He, yeah, Except I don't know. For this maybe for maybe we expected it, it to be fun, and I expected it to be awful. So we, and so we yeah, like met in the middle yeah, somewhere, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they were disappointed, <laughs> and I was like pleasantly surprised. I was like, "Yeah, it was kind of fun." I mean, all right. Well, having having discussed our disappointments, it is time to move on to the future and talk the about 2019. 3, the year 2019. The year we're in right now and what we're looking forward to this year. And I'll go ahead and start. Uh, at After San Diego Comic-Con, I signed up for the DC Universe streaming service because they did an offer where you got 16 months for the 12-month price or whatever the deal was. I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to want to see it. I'm very curious about all the shows they're going to put on. I want to see what movies, what television. Because DC has a pretty... Warner Brothers has yeah, a yeah. decent selection of DC programming. Yeah, the Justice um, Cardoon's Batman. Yeah, 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 all that stuff. All worth it. Uh, so I signed up for it because it, it, it felt like a good deal. And Titans is was one of my favorite new shows of 2018. It's awesome. Uh, but for 2019, I af- having watched Titans and seen how they've interpreted those characters and the respect that they have for the history of the DC Universe, I am dying to see what they're going to do with Stargirl. Because the cast, it's basically a JSA show now. I don't know if oh, you guys really? have seen oh, the nice. casting. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. It's, I didn't know that. It is. They've got Our Man. They've got Stripe. They've got Starman. They've Whoa. got, um, like, it's a JSA show now, basically. And having seen not only Titans, but the Doom Patrol episode. Yeah. And how fucking weird Doom Patrol was, knowing they're getting their own show uh, Alan Tudyk is uh, what Negative Man, Brendan Fraser's yeah. Robot Man. Like the cast was great. They didn't shy away from like off-putting weirdness. Uh, I no, know they're just, embracing it. Yes, like fully. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they're doing with Swamp Thing, with Star Girl, with the future of Titans. I want to see the animated Harley Quinn show. We want, yeah, the animated Harley Quinn yeah. show, which is based on Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda, Amanda Connor's interpretation of Harley yeah. Quinn. Uh, we just watched the first two episodes of the new season of Young Justice today, and oh. holy fuck. Is it good? Dude, uh. it's, it is as good as the older seasons of Young Justice, I but it Young would Justice. never have flown on Saturday mornings. Okay. Uh, they have taken... Those characters, all the same voice actors. Once again, Alan Tudyk is Green Arrow. Nice. Um, they have all the same voice actors from the original series are back. And they have taken everything to this whole other level of sophistication and, oh, and character development. Um, I, I just, I'm so excited to see what going forward happens with that DC Universe streaming service. Because it's blown me away as far as the quality of what they've done. Yeah, I'm excited uh, it's, to see where it it's goes. It's really exciting. And I'm, I'm glad I signed up. And I can't because I've got now, I've got 
uh, what, 12 more months of it, I've got through the end of the year now. Yeah. To see everything that's going to happen. Have you heard the Justice League figures yet? Uh, you can. I have not heard the best things about them, though, quality-wise. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. The, actually, the the day the service went live, you could order, the, order those figures oh, because okay. they were in production to be part of that DC animated line, uh, and they held off on them, and, and I've review-wise, I have not heard good things, so that I haven't sucks. ordered any of them yet. I might just get a couple of my favorite ones. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting for a sale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's my... I'm, I'm super stoked about the DC Universe app and what's going to go on that in the future. Uh, Arian, what's something you're looking... Is there anything you're excited Actually, about? No, I couldn't narrow it down to one thing. There are several things because oh there, are, there are... Like, <laughs> well, there are like... There are multiple like closure things happening in 2019 for like nerd properties that I'm excited about. Yeah, uh, it's a big year of endings. Yeah, you've got like uh, the end of like... Uh, wave four of the Marvel movies in game. Yeah, in game. Uh, you've got episode nine happening at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the two things that I Game of Thrones. Yeah, like that's what I was about I don't to even get want to, to think about that ending yet. Like right. the, the two things that I, I'm mean, most, most excited about are actually HBO series, which are like Game of Thrones happening this summer, but happening in fact this fucking weekend. Starting is season three of True Detective. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. But that's not an ending, though, is it? It's not an ending. It's. It, I mean, unless it blows, in which case, I guess it, <laughs> then it, it will be an ending. For, like, every... And again... All right. Like, I don't want to be... I'm the asshole that reads everything about it. And, like, the first... They've released the first, like, four or five episodes to reviewers. And I've read all, like, their oh, okay. reviews. I haven't re- I've read nothing. And I, I, I love the first season... The second season, I got like two episodes in, and it was just like, I don't have time for this shit. I watched the entire second season. I feel like if it was its own thing that didn't have True Detective attached to it, it would have been... And if it had been... If it didn't have it to live up to... Yeah, it would have been like better received. Also, if Vince Vaughn wasn't cast in that part because that is like some of the worst casting. He was the wrong person for yeah, that. Like that, like and that. I like him. No, I, I like him sheesh. too. But in that role, that was bad. Uh, also, like, and I, I, I think the third season will like prove this one way or the other. But I think part of the magic of the first season is that. There was one director for the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you had, like, the writer and showrunner, Nick Pizzolatto, and the director was a guy named Kerry Gigi Fukunawa. There was a very clear vision. Right. And I think a lot of that was actually attributable to the director, who's gone on to do other notable things since then. Um, and we'll find out in the third season. But, like, earlier, I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but, like, early reviews, I'll just say, tend to be positive. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. Like, ever, like all the actors involved with it, the guy, Marshall Ali, uh, Stephen Dorff, uh, it, it seems, like, really good, and it's, like, spread out over, like, three different time periods, and it looks super interesting. And, like, anthology series where, like, I get to invest just enough attention into like eight to ten episodes and it's a self-contained series appeals to me 
I think that's the way of the future because these 22, 24 episode seasons are not sustainable by modern storytelling standards. Like, I can't get into that. Well, in the 80s, it was fine because each episode was its own story. Each episode was its own story, and even if you were telling, like, a longer arcing thing, like... It was, like, three episodes. Even if it was a season long or, like, ten episodes long, like... There was so much less entertainment to compete with. Yeah, that's true. That, too, like, yeah. you could get away with it because people were like, oh, well, I'm going to invest into this thing because there's only, like, three other things that I really care about to this extent to, like, you know, pay attention to. But, like, nowadays, like, there's so much shit to, like, pay attention to. There's shows that have been on six seasons that I'm, like, just now hearing about. Dude, I just said that earlier today. There was an ad for some show on, like, whatever used to be Nick... TV Land. On TV... Teachers on TV Land. There was an ad for Teachers on TV Land. It said, the final season. And I was like, I didn't even know this was a fucking show. Yeah, Yeah. what is this? (laughs) And you see that all the time. Like, season five of this thing starting in January. And I'm like, like, what? Yeah. And like, like people tell me all the time, oh, Mad Men's one of the greatest shows ever. I'm just like, dude, I can't get into it. Like, I just don't care. Like, yeah. Like, Don Draper's a misogynist. Okay, great, I get it. Whatever it happened, like in a simpler time, and like, I just want to see John Hamm be funny, though. Yeah, no, he's, I'm not interested he's, in dramatic John Hamm. He is like so fucking hilarious yeah. when they yeah, let him be hilarious. Yeah. Like every time he's been on SNL, like it's some of the best shit ever. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, like. The like Game of Thrones and True Detective season three are the things that I'm most looking forward to. Like I'm about to like sign up for HBO Go or HBO Now or whatever it is. That makes sense to me because it's very like melancholy that that those things are potentially ending. So well, like, well, looking forward to heartbreak. Well, and <laughs> and also like I've been reading the uh, Song of Ice and Fire book since 2001, and uh, because George R. R. Martin is a lazy motherfucker, yeah. Winds of Winter will never come now, out. No, much less much it. less Dream of Summer. Uh, like you're you're never going to get those last two books, so you should just be happy with this. Like, like the fact that you're getting the show is closure because like the books ain't like stop trying is uh, what's her name and uh, Mean Girls would would say stop trying to make the books happen they're not going to happen uh, just enjoy the show I just finished rereading the books again yeah because yeah. I'm so jonesing for my Game of Thrones picks and it's startling to realize how much farther the show is advanced than the books well, I quit watching the show because I was like I'm gonna wait until the books come out. I'm going to finish reading the books, and then I'll catch up on the show. I was wrong. You should give up on that dream. That's not going to happen. Also, and like, this is me being bitchy and me being snarky, but like, Mm -hmm. as someone who has written things and has tried to structure narratives, I can confidently say, after the third book, George R. R. Martin became way more interested in world building than he did storytelling. Yep. And four it was fucking, hard. Four, yeah. four, five, was hard. four was hard, and five to me was just downright bad. Fucking Dorn. All right, this is a whole other episode yeah. that we're going to get into. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nicole, sorry. what is something that you were looking forward to? Um. Okay, so... Other than getting married? That was kind of my thing. Thank you for ruining it, Arian. That's Damn, right. you everything. That's it's off. It's off. That's We're in the negative for. zone. Yeah, uh, honestly, like, there's some really interesting horror movies coming out. Um, 
I am looking forward to Jordan Peele's Us. Um, so good. That yeah. Awesome. Uh, looking forward to Piercing, which is based on this um, Japanese book. It uh, looks really cool. Oddly, even though I'm the I hate remakes girl, looking forward to at least checking out the Pet Cemetery thing. It looks good. Um, Let me ask you real quick. When is the last time you watched the old Pet Cemetery? Within the last few years. Okay. And, and I still, I love it. I, I adore it. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I, um, I, there are problems. The acting is not as strong as I remember, and there's a couple of weird things. I still like it, though. The yeah. imagery of it's great. And it's, yes. Yeah. Imagery-wise, um, yeah. it's awesome. Nobody's ever going to be better than uh, Gwen. Gwen, yeah. 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 Gwen. I but there is some bad acting. Oh, I know, yeah. I hate the wife. The wife, uh, I hate. Everybody. Yeah. Just really, really everybody other than Frank Gwen. But, um, terrible. Terrible I'm, bad. I'm really, really, really looking forward to the uh, new and final season of Gotham. Yeah. Um, but it's my, already so fucking bonkers. Like, we haven't started it yet. Holy my, shit. my number one thing for we 2019 is like, you season. know. I get to marry um, this guy who's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a. Oh, and it's gonna be awesome. And we're gonna have like a really cool wedding. And do Literally something. one of the best people I've ever met. Me too. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, and we're gonna right. have a, uh, so yeah, like power couple, and we're gonna have like a really cool honeymoon. Yeah, it's gonna meet. Yeah, excited. Um, it's gonna be great. We're gonna go halfway around the world and do some weird shit. So Ryan Cadet, we can all assume that the thing you're looking forward to most yeah. is that. Yeah. But taking that out of contention <laughs> so we're not doubling up, what is your your distant second? Real quick, a couple <laughs> things nice. coming out at the end of this month that I'm really, really excited about. King Diamond's finally putting out his Blu-ray. Yes. And uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake with Resident Evil yes. 2. Oh, yes. That's nice. coming out January 25th. I totally yes. forgot about and that. Oh, shit. That like, looks incredible. It looks so good. So fucking good. Yeah, so I'm really hyped on that. Like, like I, for your, I never buy the stupid deluxe edition. Yeah, no, I actually yeah, bought yeah, the yeah. deluxe edition on Steam, too. Because, yeah. like, there's noir costumes. I was like, yes. It like puts everything in black yeah. and white. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's but, uh, like it's only with the deluxe edition. It's like ten bucks more, but it's worth it. Oh, that's totally worth it. It's worth especially it. if you that's just spent two thousand dollars building. I'll, I'll tell theater, you. Here's here's the thing that pissed me off in two thousand eighteen is all the video game like deluxe and collector's editions that don't come are pretty much things. worth it. Like, it fucking annoys me yeah. that it's $30 more, and you're like, I don't want to fucking pay that. But then in the end, you're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like, I the did. cool thing is that, yeah. like, it's, it's, right. it's only 10 bucks more for the Resident Evil 2 remake. That's a much better deal. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you get, like, some weapons, and you get, like, like five costumes spread over the two characters. See, I don't know. Yeah. Costumes don't really sell me on, on I, I additional like, costumes. I like it, depends. it depends on how they it, work. Like Spider-Man, I was obsessed with getting all the costumes. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. And they keep adding new ones. Yeah, I know. They got oh, the, the Tobey Maguire one. The Tobey Maguire one's awesome. <laughs> all, right, all right. But, 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 um, overall, my, my thing, other than getting married, is... Me and Kevin have been talking about doing a movie for years. Wait, and years this is like years. five things now. No, I said that's it, on out this year, so it didn't, ca- it didn't count. <laughs> the thing I'm most excited about, because technically this still, well, yeah, no. Uh, the thing is, 
What I'm most excited about is I'm making a movie. Joe Stryker. It's going to be coming out. It's going to be awesome. Ow! It'll be coming out this year. I'm At sorry. some point. That's Joe on my top Stryker. five. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. It's going to be very awesome. <laughs> We've been talking about it for a long time. Finally, we're like, fuck it. Let's just do it. So, we're trying. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. We'll see yeah, it's going to be amazing. Red Ranger 2019. What are you looking forward to? I'm uh, looking forward to possibly being shot in the dick in the Joe Stryker movie. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That's a thing that happens uh, to characters I play. I mean, if if there isn't a scene in that movie Bucks where Riffley you're doing make a Kung Fu, right. then that movie is a complete failure. Or riding a BMX bike. Writing, maybe if I writing both. a BMX bike yes. doing kung fu. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! If you can ride BMX a BMX bike, stop. Put the bike on your back and then do kung fu. I'll work on it. Write that down. Someone write that write, down. Somebody make a note. Uh, somebody make a note. I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to the movie. So, but I'm actually kidding. I don't want to be shot in the dick. Uh, you, that, that's You've already been shot. I know. I have. I got laser pistoled in the. Yeah. It's guaranteed that pretty much everyone I know is going to have to be in it, or yeah. we won't be able to make it. Because yeah. it's like 75 characters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, legitimately, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to the movie. That's, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not, but uh, probably the biggest thing, and, and this was a toss-up between either my favorite thing from 2018 or the thing I'm most looking forward to. 2019. That's why I didn't pick it, because I didn't think you were going to Yeah, exactly. We talked about this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Ryan, Nicole, and Jen, and I started the company called Theme Park Alchemy. We're we, very busy. We're, we're, <laughs> we're fucking gluttons. Um, and uh, we make scented candles inspired by some of our favorite theme park rides. Uh, we launched with one, inspired by Jaws, in September. We now have ten, mm-hmm. uh, and it's middle of January. Uh, not even the middle of January. Yeah. So our, we've already hit our, our first year goal already, and we're not yeah. even a year. I, I work with some Gryffindors and Ravenclaws that uh, we were talking, and I showed them your website, so you nice. may get some extra business. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, we just, yeah. We just rolled out four new candles that are inspired by... Yes, inspired uh, by... Inspired by the Hogwarts houses, uh, and they're all very different from each other, uh, very unique, and... Um, Hashtag cunning. Hashtag yeah, cunning, yeah. yes, as if you are a Slytherin, as we are, um, our Slytherin, all of our scents are very unique and totally, like, handcrafted, and you'll never ever smell anything like it anywhere else in the yeah. world, so, um, buy our shit. Yeah, so I'm, Cause I'm it's good. really, really excited for, like I said, we set, so we set short-term goals, we set long-term goals, and we have managed to blow all of our short-term goals out of the water and actually are ahead of the game for our long-term goal, which is... More than we could have imagined. And it's funny to go back and look at the first things we made back in September in my kitchen. Going, well, I guess we're going to figure out how to make candles now. Uh, to what we're producing now and what we're shipping. Um, Nicole, at this point, has probably made 200 candles. Uh, we've shipped out 120 to 130, somewhere in there, between review units and, and actual purchases. Um, we've uh, it, It's been crazy. And so, uh, in March, we'll be at Spooky Empire. And that's our first big convention. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be in Orlando, so we're kind of hoping that like our style and aesthetic, which kind of leans towards the spooky um, and the dark and the macabre, will work well at a horror convention in Orlando, the home of theme parks on the East Coast. I mean, if you've been to a horror convention, you know that yeah. it's kind of a, a wide net yeah. is yeah. cast over yeah, the genre. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so we're looking forward to that. We're going to line up some other ones throughout the year. We've had a lot of success at some live events. So that's 
that's the thing I'm most looking forward to. We've got some some big things on the horizon. Uh, oh yeah, there yeah. it's um it's really exciting. I've uh I've, I've run my own business as a freelancer for a while, um, and I've had ideas for getting into business, and this is the first actual like company business there are four of us we have an actual uh, bank account now and an actual like we're incorporated and yeah all this that is the year stuff, of so. taking nothing and making shit happen with it yeah for sure yeah so uh so yeah so that's the biggest thing i'm excited about it's been it's been a fucking crazy ride uh in three months and yeah uh, it's been really awesome though we've yeah. we, like you said we've come so far yeah. from like literally like hey wouldn't it be weird if we made candles to yeah. this and you know still like Literally, like Ryan awesome. going. I want. I want the like, oh, show. What you two smells? And I've like posted about it. And Sean's like, we could do that. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. And I was like, I guess we okay. can. Okay. Dave, uh, Dave would say, he just yeah. The, the like fact here. that the, the inception <laughs> of this concept comes from ET sickens me. And I, <laughs> I will never buy one of but your fucking products. No, we already we already have yeah, uh, uh, a couple of your products, and they cover up dog diarrhea. They they do, and, and gas. There, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's Jen. We just can't put that on the website. Well, whatever marketing <laughs> that way. Well, then I need to buy That's there. not official marketing. No. That's unofficial marketing. Although I still, I, I still am encouraging you to release an April Pooh's Day candle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a minute. I'll figure out. Yeah, yeah. What's the theme park that has to do with poop, though? Well, uh, Six Flags. What? Maybe that's oh, a... White, uh, Whitewater. Yeah. Whitewater. Uh, yeah, uh, haven't they had to shut down because of Whitewater, like Whitewater. Whitewater's yeah. candle would actually be like sunblock and urine. Yeah. Uh, like whatever that smell is. <laughs> you should also rebrand it as any park in New Jersey then. <laughs> These are all, right. all true. We're going to wrap it up. Beth... You're our you're our last gleaming hope for looking ahead at a bright and and happy no, future. No pressure. Yeah, okay. thanks a lot. Um, 2019. Okay. What are you looking forward to? So of course the last Avengers movie. Um, sure. Of course Dragon Con to hopefully do another panel on video games with you guys because yeah, the yeah. last one last year was awesome. That was so much fun. Um, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to though is actually coming very soon because Good Omens is coming out. Oh, oh my god. Yes. And it's such a huh? funny book. I love it. that book. It's such I've never a good book. I've never seen that reaction from Harry. <laughs> I haven't either. It's, it's one of my it's favorite so books He ever. just turned into like a hairdresser. <laughs> it is one of my favorite books. Are you happy love... with your hair? <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love that book. If people haven't read it, it's yeah, by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Yeah, it's girl. hilarious. Yes. Yes. yes, queen. Two and of my favorite yes. authors got together and made an amazing And book. David Tennant's um, going to be in it. And I love David Tennant. Yes. Like, I always will have a crush on David Tennant. Who else is... Because uh, I, I, I've not read the books. Uh, it's just um, one book. It's, it's but just it's one book. David Tennant and uh, all the pictures Michael I see are him and... Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, and they look gonna be perfect for oh the Mario. Yeah, they're, they're, the, the casting in it, it is The actually, trailers look, make it look perfect. Yeah. Okay. It just looks incredibly adapted. It's a fantastic story, and I think it's going to be an amazing movie. I'm now, I, where's I've it? I got the Audible book of it. It's going to yeah. be on Hulu. Yeah, the audio play, be which is good. I didn't get the top that. Is it Amazon or Hulu? It's Amazon. Yeah, it's yeah. on. Okay. It's going to be yeah. on Amazon. And it's a mini-series. If you have it on Prime, it's going to be, like I think, eight episodes, which sounds just about right for the content. Yeah, I it's like one re- re-listening to the audio. It's like yeah, one it's 300, 300 it's page book. Okay. They can totally cover it in uh in in one in one eight episodes. Yeah, so what is what is the elevator pitch for Good Omens? 
So here's here's the thing. Uh, the Antichrist is born in an orphanage, and is there's a baby mix-up, and the 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 couple that they think takes the Antichrist home actually takes home this random ass baby, and the Antichrist goes to live in the countryside and is raised by a pleasant if unsuspecting couple. And there is a demon, played by David Tennant, and an angel, played by Michael Sheen, who their their job on Earth is to observe, but what they really like is they just like Earth culture and environment and ambiance, and they, uh, they're, like, they're there to observe, but what they really want to do is preserve the balance and keep the apocalypse from happening. So they're like, we need to stop. We need to stop the Antichrist from causing the apocalypse. Okay, but because if the apocalypse happens, then they're, their job, they're out yeah. of a job. They're, they're, well, no, they, their they lives like, are upset. They like hanging it's, out on Earth. It's, okay. it's not that they're yeah. out of a job. They're out of like their favorite place to hang out oh, okay, and like okay. have my ties. But it like, has all these awesome little like details in it. Like um, every time Crowley plays a tape in his car, it turns into the best of Queen. Yeah, um, like it's. It's it's, just, it's hard to describe. There's there's like a super love, fine level of detail, <laughs> and that's not even getting into like the nice and accurate prophecies of Agnes. Well, I'm, um, I'm a big fan nice of, of satire involving the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. One, you, one of my favorite will... comics is uh, Chronicles of Wormwood, and it's Antichrist and Jesus are best friends and basically hang out in a bar most of the time. Like, like at this point, it's the, really, uh, really good. You would like Good Omens. You will, you will enjoy sweet. Good Omens. Uh, yeah, well, like, that, and that's it, how uh, this is. Is they're like they're guys that just like hanging out. They don't really want to fuck anything. It, out, it focuses uh, like the book. I don't know how the show is going to play out, but the book focuses a good part on the relationship between the angel and the demon. Yeah. But it also focuses, and I think where you'll appreciate it, is, uh, like, the kids. Like, the the actual Antichrist. Right, right. Uh, Adam. Uh, his childhood and his childhood friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot about that that I think you would enjoy if they end up portraying it the same on the show as they do in the book. And after, like, the show's going to come out in a couple months and you can watch it. And then go back and read the book is what I would recommend. Yeah, I'll, yeah. And, and generally that's what I do now. I try to take in the media before, if I haven't already read the book, Yeah, I try and take in the media first because it rarely lives up to the book. Um, uh, I feel like this, like... I mean, from like, the best adaptations... Who, just from who's involved and like everything I've seen so far, I feel like this is going to be a worthy representation if different, and like oh, I'll, well, that's fine. I'll be able to appreciate it for like what it is. And, and I, that's I'm, gonna be fantastic. I'm yeah. all for good adaptations of source material. Like Misery is by far the best adaptation of Stephen King's work, in my opinion. But the book is still way fucking better than yeah. the movie. Yeah, is. of course. Yeah. And that, that's generally how I feel. Even the very best adaptations. Uh, don't live up well, to like, the book. I think it's a story that other, other than well, though. Other yeah. than obviously adaptation. the Gunslinger movie, which shames. The I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Shut your mouth. 
There's no such thing. All right, so I think we have covered fairly well some of the highs of 2018 and uh, what we're looking forward to in 2019. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming out and showing up for this thing. Uh, before we go, what are you up to? Where can we find you online, Arian? Uh, I, you, like, I don't really do things. I'm lazy. In fact, my uh, if you want to see pictures of pets and food, shitty hipster food, on uh, Instagram, you can follow me at, at such a lazy man, but that's really all I have to offer you. And, and you should really contact so Mrs. Go. Troublemaker for the recipe for those paleo nuggets or whatever. I, eat. I, I will. They're I will. Really, they're really good. I'll, I'll give her a shout. <laughs> like they're they're like real food good. They're not just what we can eat good. That's crazy. Sounded like prehistoric bear poop. <laughs> well, look. Look, once you get old and your body starts to fail you, that's what you're I'm resigned you to. Are. That's true. How, How are you so me? healthy? Why don't you have high cholesterol? He's, I, I don't go to the doctor, so I might. Oh. I might be a mess on See, the inside. I, I'm that ignorant. I choose to don't go to the doctor. If I don't know don't something know is wrong, then nothing is wrong. You're not sick if you Shows don't know it. Like, like, I, did, I, I did that for 15 years, and then like I just went to the doctor like two years ago. And he's and like, guess like, what? Yo, dude, like... See, I got bad news. You all your shit, so all your shit's fucked up, and you're gonna die. Yeah. But before you die, like your foot's gonna, gonna fall off, and it's gonna suck. Yeah. You're like, ah, how do I avoid that? He's like, stop having fun. Yeah, like yeah, 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 you, you don't get to fun. eat things that are that taste good anymore. I'm still kind of coasting on college athletics. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Beth. What are you up to? Where can um, we find you online? And do you have a best of 2018 post for tomorrow? I have been sick for, for a for, month. Or for yesterday, I guess. <laughs> for a month I have been sick. So I am getting back on writing and you can find me at needlessthingspodcast.com next week. Next week? I've been, Holy this shit. is the first day I have felt well, and uh, I am, it is midnight now. You want me to go home and stay up all night writing? Does anybody else get anything I can post for tomorrow? Because apparently <laughs> our head writer doesn't have anything. It's fine. You know I've it's been fine. sick. I know you have. Red Ranger. Maybe I'll type up a rant about Puppet Master. Yes. <laughs> I'll put it up. There'll just be pages of ink here and just scream. That's fine. <gasps> Fuck this and this. Um. I can, uh, I can write you 10,000 words on the Crebmaster cycle. Do it. I'll post it. <laughs> it's terrible. Sure. Why not? I give no fucks. Uh, literally, my only job right now is ThemeParkAlchemy.com. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Until you ain't January. got no job. He's rolling sweet candle money. Which <laughs> <laughs> mostly just looks He's like writing card debt. I don't need to work on these computers anymore. Fuck this. I got candles and wax melts covered in blowing out of my ass. <laughs> I smell amazing. It's true. Uh, so it's yeah, ThemeParkAlchemy.com. So um, uh, the Rad Ranger on Instagram, but I literally post more on ThemeParkAlchemy.com. It's true. It's very true. And I, I, I keep finding myself liking photos and going, oh shit, I've logged into the company account. <laughs> Whoops, yeah, well, I do that too. ThemeParkAlchemy loves this post. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that's where you can find me. Right, um, ever. Yeah, uh, same. You got shit starting to happen. Uh, shows. Yeah, theme Park, Alchemy, lots of cast creature shows. Uh, playing Days of the Dead, Atlanta. Shots, shots, um, shots. And then, uh, yeah, Joe Striker, the movie, is coming out soon. There's a Facebook page. Go like that shit. 
Oh, me? Um, yeah, so, yeah. I am Battle Pooter on Instagram and stuff. Uh, I am also uh, a part of Theme Park Alchemy, and um, it's pretty awesome. And I have a really cool podcast called Cockhead Watching about shitty movies. Mm -hmm. um, there will Ooh. be... What? Um, Why did you say that? We're going to pretend it didn't happen. It's about bad stuff. It's and, about bad. And ICP nothing, is really bad. No, nothing that I talk about So you're going to watch Big Money Hustlers? I, I have seen that movie. And I, I have too. I own that movie. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, okay. it's, so, so, it's so good, bad. Or bad, good. It's just bad. I don't Content know. Content Watching uh, on like... Facebook and, and contentwatching.com. Um, we're gonna record. We're gonna record a live episode, but it's not gonna be like played live. Right. Makes right. Sense. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna record it. Yeah. But it's gonna happen live, and then we'll we'll get it out to you guys. That's gonna happen at Days of the Dead. So that's January twenty fifth, I think. Yep. Um, is when the um, the live episode is gonna happen, and then uh, and then we're gonna get back to doing a couple episodes a month. Um, when our lives come down. <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be neat. And I, I don't usually uh, go go into this area because I figure if you're listening to this, you know where to find me online. But I will say this, uh, Troublemaker, a uh, film by Jason C. Wilson, which is a documentary about a year of my life, so is excited. coming out this year. Uh, it really should have been my pick for biggest thing I'm excited about this year, but I, I'm, I'm not excited about anything in my personal life. This year, or my my media life this year uh, so far, is it's really rough to look at your Facebook memories and look back at last year and be like, wow, last year I was playing at a game show and going to Days of the Dead and doing a live 200th episode, and then this year I'm like, I'm going to Arian's house tonight. <laughs> hey, we had <laughs> chips and dip. Nobody ate. But uh, but please go on Facebook and find uh, Troublemaker the movie, like the page, share the page. Uh, if you've ever enjoyed or listened to or whatever, anything I've done, please do share this thing. It's very important. Uh, we need to get the word out because we're hoping to go to festivals and do all kinds of other cool stuff. So there you go. You guys, thanks for showing up in the negative zone to talk about what's going on. And thank you listeners for listening. And please share this episode. Share anything, needless things that you can. Get me excited again. Make wow. Phantom excited again. <laughs> yes. Hashtag get Phantom excited. That's right. <laughs> That's what she said. Hashtag troublemakers necessary. Sunday. Hashtag things a whore would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really what more am I? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this in the background or not, but uh, Phantom Jr. is upstairs singing the Adams Family theme song because we discovered that it is on Amazon Prime, and it's what I was watching when he got home from school. And I gotta say, I don't know that I've actually watched the show itself in a, in a few years now, and it's really, really good. Like, I'm laughing out loud at this show, and I, I don't want to... You know, you can't help but compare the Adams Family and the Munsters. You, you just, they're there. They're similar. They have to be compared just like Dallas and Falcon Crest or something. Uh, but anyway, uh, I tried watching the Munsters uh, a couple of months ago and it just didn't, it didn't work for me. I, I, whatever it was, it didn't click. Uh, but the Adams Family, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm four episodes in now. And I'm, I'm laughing, it's smart, it's funny, 
Uh, the performances are absolutely fantastic. I, I'm just I'm I'm having a great time watching. So if you hear a weird sort of humming uh, Adams Family theme somewhere in the background there, that's what that is. Uh, so hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, we had a blast getting together and talking about all of this stuff. I, I I'm very excited. It, it recharged me to sit down with those guys and talk about that stuff and i'm really excited about some of the podcasts we've got coming and obviously i'm excited about troublemaker the movie so please do get on the social media like it share it and we'll keep you as updated as we possibly can with what's going on with that project in the meantime check out needlessthingspodcast.com we're posting a lot more than i have over the past year and i'm I'm enjoying it i'm enjoying writing getting ready to do another toy review now I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.